0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the HerfCast. Thanks for joining us. This is a straight random Herf. I've got Big Haas from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. I've got Curtis from the Bearded Idiots podcast and Otis from What Up Doe podcast. So this is just, like I said, a random conversation. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, And if you like these guys, don't forget to check out The Voice from the Underground, the podcast, the Bearded Idiots podcast, and What Up Dope podcast. We talk about all kinds of shit. So buckle in. It's about two hours, five minutes. Hope you enjoy. Don't forget to check out Stogie Bird, stogiebird.com. Use the code HERFCAST to save $5 off your order. You get the Cigar of the Month Club. You get the Manufacturer of the Month. And you could also get uh, other cigars that have been featured in the past. You could buy those as well. Go to theherfcast.com, and you could find all of my backlog episodes. You could find the store. Buy a shirt. Support me on Patreon. Do stuff like that. That'd be amazing. Uh, check out the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all the Herfcast. Just Google the Herfcast. You'll find it all. Hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Let me know what you think. Yes. I think uh, I'm a, I'm a- actually, Curtis, Curtis is probably the better one to ask about what you should drink. Uh, he's... Part of the uh, bearded idiots. It's a whiskey podcast.
1: Oh really? Oh beautiful. Okay. Well, does he smoke cigars too?
2: you smoke cigars too, Curtis. Occasionally, I'm getting into it more and more. Unfortunately, I don't have any here with me where I'm at tonight. Damn, you're missing
1: out, man. Cigars are just it's 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 a lifestyle, man. He he was
0: <laughs> a, he was actually the winner uh, from my stogie bird contest. He was one of the winners, so he got a. The Stogie Bird manufacturer package
2: sent to him. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's you of get? Full of Asylums. Asylum's are good cigars, man, especially for the money. I've enjoyed every one of them so far.
1: Hey, Asylum makes a freaking solid cigar. They make a nice cigar. Right. I like them. I like them a lot. <laughs> hey, did they put a? Did they bless you with an
2: Oblongata? That one doesn't ring a bell. It, okay, it,
0: that's a that's a rather large cigar it is well wow, with a with a big band on it the band takes up like what two-thirds of the cigar if i remember correctly
1: uh, it's, it's well it's the paper band that you pull off is pretty it's about two thirds
0: oh yeah then, yeah it's, it's got the, the, the tissue yeah. paper
1: on it yeah it's got the tissue paper on it i'm gonna have to yeah. go upstairs and get a fucking lighter god damn it but i'll use this time to figure out what um What drink I'm gonna drink? That's what I'll do. What do you got? I've got uh, 1792 small batch. I've got Larceny. I've got some Monkey Shoulder. I've got some Hibiki. I've got some uh, Sonoma Distiller Company Cherrywood Rye. I've got some Basil Hayden's, and I've got Uncle Nearest 1884 as my whiskeys. I've got some screw. I've got some Screwball too, but it's Screwball so.
2: What expression of the Basil Haydens do you have?
1: I have the uh shit. It just uh says Basil Hayden, uh Kentucky
2: straight bourbon. Okay. So you got just their straight bourbon. Right. Yeah, just I would, their straight. I would stick for my taste, I would stick with a bourbon. If you go with that monkey shoulder, it's gonna have a little bit of smoke on it. It'll kind of interfere right. with your cigar.
0: I well. Right. Yeah. I love monkey shoulder that is that is a monkey shoulder good man that, that is a quality quality affordable blended scotch.
1: yes yeah 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 I like it a lot you know what I haven't had basil in a while so I think I will go with the basil there you go man. and yeah
0: I got that up on my screen what the uh, oblongata looks like yeah I don't think they put one of those in there
1: oh man they they they, they, they shorted you then because that's a freaking great cigar I like it better than the medulla which is the round version. The oblong God is a soft box press. Um, okay.
0: Otis, what's I happening? Picture. Oh,
1: what up, Otis?
3: Otis? Otis, how y'all doing? What's up, Kirk? Long time see, man.
1: How you been? Man, I gotta been love good, a you? dude named Otis, man. You gotta love a guy named Otis. <laughs> <laughs> you have so, to. So, <laughs> Otis, Otis, yes.
0: this is Big Hoss from. Uh, what's, up? Uh, what's up? What's up?
1: What's up, brother? Nice man. to meet you. Voice from the Underground. Voice from the Underground. The podcast. Cool, cool, and cool.
0: Curtis is from the Bearded Idiots. Yeah, and I think Otis, I recognize him. Yeah, And Otis <laughs> is the What Up Doe podcast.
1: The What Up Doe podcast. I'm going to have to check it out. Cool. Uh, Cause I'm going to have to check it out. He, he's out of Detroit. Okay. The D. My boy Montez will love you. He's from Detroit.
3: Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. He, he's currently mm. there
1: now? No, no, no. He's out here by me in, in uh, Bolingbrook,
2: Illinois. Okay. <clears throat> I lied to you. They did send one of those. I took a picture of one that I took over to uh, the podcast the other night. It's called, I can't even pronounce this. It's a nyctophilia. Yeah.
1: Nyctophilia.
2: I've never yeah. heard of that one. And right above it, there is that oblongata that y'all were talking about. Which so is – Apparently, I just missed it.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. If you haven't smoked it yet, you're in for a treat when you do.
2: Yeah, that'll be the next one I get in, I think. is it. Now, you said it's a box press? It's a, the oblongata is a soft box press. Okay, I bet you that's the first one I smoked because the first yeah. one I smoked is kind of like rectangular shaped. Yeah. Yes, but it's it's rounded, but it's boxed. Okay, on, I you- bet you that was the first one I smoked. Yeah.
1: Did you send me that
0: picture in Telegram when you got that or no?
2: Uh,
1: maybe. don't eat up all my salt and vinegar chips, girl.
2: Oh Lord! <laughs> Sound my four-year-old waiting.
1: My four-year-old is is pouring chips into a bowl as I speak right now.
2: Hmm. <laughs> yeah curtis
0: that was that was the first one that you sent me a picture of
2: that's the avangata yeah yeah i just found a picture of all of them yeah that was the first one i smoked so far that's been my favorite so it makes sense to Char say that was good Oh
1: man that was a it's a i love for, that cigar
0: for a giant cigar
2: it it does well i don't know if y'all can see that or not yeah
1: yeah we can oh that's a nice one too
2: that's Oh, that's the, the,
1: that's, the, that's the that's the avangata yeah yes sir Okay, yeah, that's, that looks like it, now that I look at yeah. it. Yeah,
2: when I smoked that one, I told Terry, I said, you know what, that might be the one that I go buy a box of.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: So, Haas, what are you smoking with your uh, Bays Ladens?
1: I've got a San Lutano, um Connecticut by A.J. Fernandez. Never heard of it. It came in my Cigar the Month um, box from... Cigars International. All right. So I might have to uh, look it up and see what they say about it, but it's I'm only I'm only like four puffs in, so you know.
0: Otis, what are you working with tonight?
3: Uh, finishing a Caldwell Holy Braille.
0: Uh, oh, Holy Braille is a good cigar, man.
3: I have yeah. one of those. I like yeah, those. Pretty good. I'm um, finishing that though, but I think I'm gonna go to the. Uh, I got the. Uh, Fuck the FDA for my next one. From my uh, there you go. Good buddy, Rissy, down there. I, I think
0: that should that should follow up pretty well.
3: And I'm drinking some, uh, some Canadian whiskey called J.P. Weiser.
0: Canadian. <laughs>
3: uh, Canadian, thick. And, Canadian uh, whiskey, huh? Yeah, it's called J.P. Weiser. It's
2: a rye. It's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm drinking a rye tonight, too. What do you got, Curtis? Well, it's a high rye bourbon. It's not just a straight rye whiskey. But I got Redemption, uh, the High Rye Bourbon. I've been enjoying the hell out of it the last week or so. Okay. Now, where are you where are you, uh, coming from, Curtis? Uh, I live up in northeast Texas, a little town called Longview. But currently, I'm okay. in Houston for work.
1: Okay. My dad lives in Houston.
2: Okay. I feel sorry. My,
1: yeah. <laughs> he lives in Houston. My, my my cousin lives in Houston. My uh, my other cousin is is an up-and-coming comedian in Dallas. Okay. He's actually on that show, Love Goes on Own, with because he's about to marry Cinderella.
2: I'll be damned.
1: So, you know, that's that's a funny story because he he's been dating her for like two years, and he kept talking about his baby, his baby, my baby, me and my baby. I'm like, man, who the fuck is this? You know, he's like, I can't, I don't know if I can tell you yet. I'm like, dude, come on, man, who am I gonna tell? Right, I like, do. Uh, you know, salt and pepper. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, Spinderella. I'm like, you must be crazy. <laughs> Don't be lying to me like that, man. Be, yeah. I'm like, you ain't got a lot of kicking. He's like, no, for real. I'm dating Spinderella. I'm like, okay. We're
4: well, supposed uh, to be
1: getting married next month, but they, got a, they had to push it. Ain't too much
3: popping off popping during these times.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I got the uh, Neanderthal OM Lancero from Fine Ash.
3: Okay, how you like that, man? That's your i I'm sure that's not your first
0: one. No, no, that's I'm I'm about halfway through that box. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means it's good. Yeah, uh, and I've uh, actually drinking some uh, ardbeg.
2: With oh, okay, so you're going straight right. against my advice not to mix a scotch with a cigar. See, I yeah, like- <laughs>
0: well, I just, I just got done recording with uh, Eric from Black, Black 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 Star Black Star, Star Line. line. Black Star yeah. Line Cigars. And he's That's big, my guy, man. Yeah, he's, he's a big Scotch drinker. And, um, you know, he mentioned Ardbeg. He's like, you know what? I got a bottle of that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have that next. Because with the War Witch, I mm-hmm. asked him what, what he would pair with the War Witch, which was what I was smoking. And uh, he's like, the first thing he said, he was like, four roses, single barrel. I was like, you know what? Like, I got the small batch, not the single barrel. So I'll do that up. And mm-hmm. I, fin- I finished that bottle. So, was like <laughs> my 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 lineup was so I did the the War Witch with the Four Roses, and now I've got the uh, Neanderthal with the
2: Ardbeg. I always find it interesting when people suggest that you do you pair a single barrel with anything, right? Because it's literally a single barrel. If it's a true single barrel whiskey, no, you're going to have 160, 170 bottles that are pretty much the same. But okay. then the next, the next run out is a, t- a totally different barrel. It's going to be a different – have a different flavor profile. So it's it's odd when people suggest do this with a single barrel. Well, the single barrel that you got in your house could be different from mine. It could be different from Brian's. It could be different from Otis's. Everybody like a run, run and
3: change. Yeah. I see. I see.
4: Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense.
1: I'm going to learn some whiskey from you today because um, I, you know, I just drink <laughs> and, and, and be like, oh, that tastes good. I'll drink some more of that.
2: That's what drinking whiskey is all about. We, oh yeah, you know, on the on the podcast and just in general, we there's a thing out there called the Whiskey Tribe. It's a it's a huge community that these two guys in Austin, Texas, put together. Uh huh. And their rule number one is is the best whiskey is the whiskey that you like to drink the way you like to drink it. Same thing about cigars. Yeah, yeah. If you like Crown and Coke. That's the best whiskey for you. That's the right. way you like to drink it. Nobody should give you shit for drinking it that way. So right, right. Everybody's right. taste is different. I mean, I fluctuate back and forth. I get on, you know, Scotch kicks. I get on Irish kicks. Like right now, I'm I'm enjoying this this rye, but I've been drinking the hell out of this Kilbrin, uh, ten year pot steel, uh, Scott or Irish whiskey over here that I just can't uh, so.
4: Now,
0: now hold on, I, I so you mentioned that you're you're in Houston for work, so. Yeah do you bring a stash of whiskey with you when you travel or do you just hit up a store and not usually see what
2: they got? I mean, this, this situation is a little bit different. I'm basically half-ass living down here right now. My job usually takes me from city to city, to city, to city, all over Texas where mm-hmm. we're, we're doing a job right now that I'm going to be here for the next, I don't know, seven months probably. Oh, oh wow. Geez. So we've got a, we've got an apartment down here and it's a little bit different. Typically I don't drink during the week at all. I mean, I might go out, one night a week or something with a coworker and have a beer or, you know, a, a couple of glasses of whiskey or something. But typically I don't drink, you know, Sunday afternoon through Thursday afternoon. But so this is a little bit different. I got this little apartment over here and I'm by myself. I'm kind of, it's kind of weird being like a bachelor right. again.
4: <laughs>
1: so, how does
2: the, how does the, how does the wife uh, deal with the time away, man? Uh, our relationship, the, I mean, we've been together for almost, well, damn near 20 years now. And okay. More than half of that, my job is taking me away from home. So it's, it's kind of like old hat for us. It's not a big deal. Right. Absence but, makes the heart grow fonder, you know. It does, man. There's, there's something to having your own time, like, you know, that me time that you get, you know, out on the road. But it kind of gets to be a little bit too much at times. You know, I got a little one at the house. He's seven. And I ain't oh. seen him. I've seen him for about four hours in the last two weeks. Oh so, uh, yeah, I'm making. I'm making to get home.
1: Yeah, I feel you. I've got a. I've got. I told you about my four-year-old. I got a four-year-old daughter, a six-year-old son, a twelve-year-old son, and a twenty-year-old daughter. All
2: right.
1: So, um, my first two, the oldest two, are with my ex-wife, and so my son, my twelve-year-old son, actually lives with her, but he'll be here tomorrow, and my twenty-year-old lives with us. And then my, um, my my current wife and I we have the t- the two little ones, you know. I, I didn't want more kids per se, because I'm old, right. and but she's 16 years younger than me, so we had more kids, <laughs> of course. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, like I'll be I'll be 48. I'll be 48 in July, and she just turned
2: 32. Oh, we. Oh. So,
1: yeah. You
2: gotta have those weird conversations, like, man, I was graduating high school when you were just yeah. starting kindergarten. Yeah. Oh, you know what was
1: funny was her birthday was the twenty third of this month, so her birthday just passed, and she was born in and obviously written in nineteen eighty eight. So I always talk about, um, I say, you know, you were you were made to be a classic, because so many classic rap albums came out in nineteen eighty eight.
0: So such a smooth talker. What I did for
1: her birthday, what I did for her birthday on Facebook, I I I took a a collage of all the nineteen eighty eight albums. And I did. I put her. I put her on there too, and was talking about how, you know, she's a timeless classic like these albums and
4: everything. Yeah, that's awesome. You know. <laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty slick. Cool.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm glad you went with music because there wasn't a whole lot of badass cars put out in 1988. Mm-hmm. I was
3: hoping he wasn't going to say cars. I was really it. like, no. yeah, the cars in You know, the Pontiac Firebird. So, yeah. Fiero. <laughs> nah. I was thinking, like, man, don't say cars, don't say. No, cars, don't say no, cars. definitely not. Not <laughs> that's, 1988.
1: That's, that's, that's American. No, but rap albums, man. Some great rap albums were were put out in 1988. So, you know, she's she's just, and she's, you know, everybody loves her. She's a fucking phenomenal person. You know, like she teaches um, a bunch of fitness classes. So she teaches Zumba and Lifetime Fitness, and some of the girls that come to her class ask me if they could come and and decorate our sunroom at six in the morning on her birthday to show how much they love her for her birthday. And so I got my ass up at six o'clock in the morning and let these people into my house and went upstairs and went back to bed. I didn't even give a shit. I just went back upstairs and went back to sleep.
0: (laughs) I wonder if she knows a buddy of mine. Um, A buddy of mine's a trainer at Lifetime. Uh, The one in Romeoville? No, not Romeoville. She might not know him. I think Orland. Is there a she lifetime? might, because
1: she taught at Orland for a while. Okay. She taught at Orland for a while about five, six years ago.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think he was training at that time. I think he was still bodybuilding.
1: Okay. Oh, he was a bodybuilder? Yeah. I might have seen him up there. because I, I, I sometimes go to the one in Orland sometimes, too. Because like if I drop my son off at school, well, this is back when everything was open. I drop my son off at school in Homer, and instead of driving all the way back to Romeoville, I would just flip right over to Orlando and and go to that yeah, one. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, mm. so uh, Chris, I mean Curtis. Yeah. You, you, what do you do?
2: Uh, I'm a quality a, a, whole, a whole lot of nothing out of. Oh, his you're truck. in quality. Okay. Yeah, I'm a quality assurance, quality control manager for a construction so company.
1: I see. Yeah, I got a buddy that's in, in in safety as well, but he's not in uh in quality as well and he's but he's he works for um i think it's uh food distribution or something like that so all right. but yeah same same type of deal i guess because he, yeah, he kind of ends up he ends up going around to other places too
2: right that that's the thing we've got jobs all over the state and i gotta go and, and visit each site you know x amount of times during the mm-hmm. course of the job and this that and, mm-hmm. the third. and typically that that carries but you know with the I think a lot of companies and it, it, it may lead into some conspiracy talk if y'all want to get there, but I think a lot of companies knew something was fixing to change in the economy. Cause it's been so good for so long. Right. That, right. And we've been just covered up in work and mm-hmm. all of a sudden we slowed way down. Like we were at like almost 300 employees and then randomly we were cutting back to about 150 and mm. we cut way down. Oh Yeah. And this this job that we're working on right now has got a we've hired a bunch of guys back because of it because it's such a large job but right know, come up and there's we've got just a couple of the little piddly jobs running right now and yeah so this one's getting my my full focus okay but it's it's strange how you know I think people read the tea leaves or however you want to look at it you know yeah. they, right they see the things the trends coming and they like okay we're gonna slow down our our building. Expansions and this, that, and the third. So it. it well, yeah, and it, I, I, yeah, I feel you, and I
1: think also too that the 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 big super elites in these companies, they've got their ear to the ground on certain things, and they get little tips and and chips and trinkets and stuff. So, you know, but yeah, yeah
0: that's what that's that what the don't.
1: forecasters. That's what the forecasters get paid to do. You know what I mean?
2: Exactly. Right.
0: So. One thing that I, I briefly touched upon when I was talking to Eric. Uh we were talking mm-hmm. about cigar pairings a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I asked him if uh if he was familiar with your your cigar pairings, Haas, because uh you <laughs> you've you come up with some of the most random shit to to drink mm-hmm. while you're smoking.
1: I'm very yeah. non traditional in that way. Yeah. Yes.
0: So uh curtis you don't like to smoke when you're uh when you're doing your whiskey reviews but uh no not at all
2: not at first you want to get
1: that you want to get that full taste you want to get that that pure taste i guess
2: yeah yeah i I mean i don't mind pairing something if it makes sense but when i'm when i'm actually reviewing and tasting you know usually it's for the first time i've never had the whiskey before i want my palate to be as clean as possible exactly I, i totally understand because what I, I, I do it, is – I think is, it carries both ways with cigars. I mean, I yeah, don't get all the yeah. – it's funny. I could pick up a lot of nuance from whiskey, and mm-hmm. but I don't pick up the nuance from cigars just yet. And I assume that's the same as with me. It's attrition. It's doing it, yeah. being able to build your palate, understand what's going on, you know. It's just percent sides of a different coin. 100%. Because, like, for our podcast, I try to
1: always review a cigar that I've never smoked. Right you know what I mean? Or a cigar that I've never smoked and reviewed. But mostly, it's always cigars. I, I'm smoking them naked. That's what I say. Yeah. And I'll try to smoke the first half of the cigar without drinking anything, just yeah. to kind of, you know. And then I might start pairing a halfway through or something. If I know the, if I know the humidor is coming up, that segment is coming up. You know, I may, I may uh, take a couple of sips just to be able to give the listener. An idea of okay, this is what I'm getting from the pairing, and da 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 da. So, yeah, yeah,
2: but yeah, my if if I'm not mistaken, uh, a cigar will kind of change on you, don't don't mm -hmm. you call it the heart or something like you got the heads, the tails, and the hearts? If I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm thinking moonshine.
1: Well, some cigars, some (laughs) cigars are very consistent throughout, some cigars they will not change at all, but other cigars, like the War Witch, it'll change on you, all right, and um you know it's, it's it's described as a medium, but it's deceptively strong and 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 depending on how long you've let it rest and all that other good stuff it might it it has the potential to knock you on your ass if you're not careful
0: yeah we right we, talked, we talked about that a little bit, and like to me like i'm I'm more of a heavy smoker as it is uh, mm-hmm. so for me like you know that that was I told him I was like, you know for for me this is this is a a solid medium hmm you know?
1: But as, as yeah. I
0: as I got towards the end, it picked up a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, that happens. Like I've smoked them, you know, because I, I work I work pretty closely with those guys, and uh, I've smoked them, you know, fresh fresh out the crate, so to speak. And then I've had some, and then I that I let sit for a while, and they kind of mellow a little bit. But those those ones that are, you know, pretty much right out right out the shipping container or whatever. Those, the, you get that blast of pepper in the middle, in the front, at the, yep. at the beginning, and then you know it kind of maintains, and then it, it's like another blast of strength uh, as you get towards the middle or, the, or the, that, that final little piece. It's, it's pretty good, though. I like it a lot.
0: So, Otis, you have, a, you have any strict guidelines for pairing, or you just kind of uh, go?
3: Not really. I think new sticks. I try to not have any, any uh, drinks or whatever. Whether, you know, my, typically I like, I like coffee with, 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 uh, cigars and I, and I do, yes, yes, I, do yes. I do some beers depending, um, mm-hmm. uh, stops tend to, it's stops tend to change to taste the cigars for me cause they're really heavy. So I try not yeah. to, uh, I try not to do that at least on the first time. Um, after that, I just find what works with it, but typically first time I just try to, you know, have nothing. So I don't have, um, you know, nothing else interfering potentially or whatever. And I, I used to read a lot of reviews and a lot of, a lot of cigar guys will always like refer to the cigar in thirds.
0: So yes. that's kind of what yes. I end up doing,
3: you know, first third, second third. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's typically right. how I'm kind of judging or trying to notice, you know, when, right. when do I think something's going to change or something like that? So, um, and, and you know, that's all, you know, relative, you know, them. it could be everybody's going to
1: experience it differently so it's the
3: first the first part of the second third or you know what yeah. i mean but you know that's <laughs> yeah. just uh you know the, the reference i've always kind of used just like you know watching you know it's funny when
1: stuff. you when you read those reviews too they they you know you get those guys like you get a slight uh you get a slight essence of hay and, and grass and, and i'm like man i don't I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that yet. I don't experience like that. that yet. You know,
3: it's, it's so <laughs> funny you say that. Uh, my my homeboy Mike, who he, um, you guys are Curtis and Brian, talk, you know, from my podcast, he messaged me yesterday saying, "I forget what cigar he had, but he said he yeah. finally had the taste of what what hay was in a cigar." Uh-huh. And he said, "And he said he fucking hated it." <laughs> uh-huh. but he said he. Fin- I forget what cigar he had. I had to look at my message, but he's like, "Man, yeah. I finally got what guys talked about with hay." And he said he yesterday, fucking, fucking
0: hated it. Yesterday, if it was what he <laughs> if it was what he posted on in the group in uh Detroit Cigar Club. It might
3: have yeah, was, uh, I think it was one of them too.
0: It was he had he had the Romeo that didn't smoke smoke because it was plugged. Oh yeah. And then he, he had I think that it was, sucks. It was a my father. I can't remember which my father it was. It was either You're saying it wrong. It's our father.
4: No, no.
0: It, was, <laughs> uh, it was uh it, it might have been a my father Connecticut maybe. I, oh, I, the
3: lie, the I, I Palencia.
0: Oh, was it the lie? That was the
3: one. Yeah, I, he just, I, just, I just look back at my uh, messages. I always wonder how people could taste hay barn and a cigar, Well, I'm tasting the heavy in this Apolincia, and I do not. And he emphasized that in caps. I do not like it. <laughs> like, now, oh. see, I,
0: I get, <laughs> I I get picking out the earth tones like that, like the hay, the grass, the dirt. You know, the wood. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's it's the uh, the fruit stripe gum and the, uh, the the Tahitian the Tahitian vanilla over Madagascar vanilla. These,
1: bro, they, I think sometimes that's, they just be pulling shit out their ass. I just be like, what oh, did they eat sure. before they
3: started this? You exactly. know, if you, a, if you had a Starburst, you know, 20 minutes ago, right? You might, you might get that. Right. That, that, well, that, see, that's
0: know. that's that's where Big Haas comes in because that's that's what he pairs his shit with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so like like I will do this. I will do um. Like I I was big on uh, having, like we make a fruit punch. We make a fruit punch pitcher that we put in the fridge for the kids to drink and stuff, but I will fucking put some uh, vodka in that fruit punch and I'll be smoking a cigar that is supposed to be like a full or something, but I'll take a sip of that fruit punch and then take a, a, a pull off that cigar and whoa, there's some mm. extra sweetness in that cigar right. that you don't really get.
2: But yeah, the, the, the same f- thing carries with whiskeys that way. I mean, what you have like for your meal, like the reviews that we give on our podcast are as accurate as we can be. Right. Because right. And it's your experience
1: though. It's your experience.
2: <laughs> exactly. And you that's know? where you get these wild ass reviews from these people is, and, and, okay, I can only assimilate with whiskey. I'm, I'm not in the cigar world like y'all are, but a lot of these things seem to be parallels. Mm-hmm. Because what you're able to taste, identify and and recognize, right, in a cigar, and same thing with the whiskey. It only comes from your own personal database. So mm-hmm. if you know what a hay barn smells like and you take a you know, a pull off of a cigar and you go, Oh yeah. shit, that it triggers something in your head. You have the synapses right. built to where you, you right. can draw to that thing. But if you've never developed that before, then you don't know what licorice you don't know what yeah because i hate uh, licorice pepper (laughs) these things taste like or you know i mean i guess it's still it's 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 a taste thing it's not so much a smell thing yeah even on the nose of a of a whiskey you're going to pull out different things that you can pull out of the taste of it and that's why i make these little kits and i've got one for like american whiskeys there's like 25 little jars of essence of of, uh essential oils of all these Mm -hmm. different flavor profiles you're supposed to like train your brain like you get a little dip strip and you put it in there and you like you smell it for like two or three seconds and then you in the morning and you cap it and you go about your day and it'll it'll just like sink in then you do it again at night and you Uh work your way through those and you build this flavor profile in your brain so Mm -hmm. as you're tasting a whiskey or as you're trying a cigar you can Mm -hmm. build those that database for you to be able to more accurately present to somebody else here's what i taste because i have this database you may not right. have the same data bank as me. So right. something that you love, maybe you said you hate licorice, right? So if a, flea, yeah. uh, if a cigar has that in there or a whiskey has that in there, you're going to be turned off to that automatically. Yeah, ex-
1: exactly. But exactly. somebody else
2: may just pick up the brightness or the sweetness that that licorice is, is in that cigar and or whiskey. Yeah. Go, you know what? I really love that because they either love licorice or they don't really know what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's yeah. when you when you read these reviews, the same thing with whiskey. That's why we try not to read any reviews or opinions on the whiskeys before we try them because we don't want to be influenced. Right. Because like if you draw on that cigar right now, I tell you when I had that, it tasted like cinnamon toast crunch. There's a yeah. good chance you're going to taste cinnamon toast crunch just through it. right.
3: Because if you can't communicate what you're tasting, if someone says, "Oh, maybe it is cinnamon toast crunch," yeah, or it could be that. But you know, that, something that, too. That Starburst some earlier.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know that I will, I'll read a review and stuff, and I'll smoke the cigar. But like, I will say, I'm like, you know, if I don't experience something, if I don't taste, if I don't smell it, I won't, I won't mention it in my review. I'll be like, and sometimes I'll say, I read a couple of reviews, and they say that, you know, there's this, there's this type of note or or something in there. And I'll say. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel that. So yeah, you know. But but to your point about things you love, when I smoke the Flathead Six Sixty, that is like my summertime smoke, because I grill a whole lot in the summer, and I swear to God, it smells just like wood chips or something in a grill. I mm-hmm. see that
2: I had a very similar experience recently on the podcast. We we did a review of uh, Balcone's uh, Brimstone,
4: mm-hmm. and
2: it tastes. Okay, if you ever had a really well-smoked brisket and you yeah. got the nice bark on the outside and that, yes. that meaty flavor profile of the, of the wood smoke and all that stuff, mm-hmm. that whiskey, to me, tastes just like taking a bite of a very – like a perfect piece of brisket. Uh huh. So when I drink that, I think, okay, it's time to go barbecue something.
1: It's, yes, you know yes. I mean? When I smoke a 660 – I I definitely want to go throw some stuff
2: on the grill. <laughs> Dude, you, I'm have to get i have to get Brown or somebody to point me out how to get a hold of one of those because I would like to pair those two together because oh yeah if both have that flavor profile then all it's going to do is make me hungry as fuck. Oh you yeah, could, it's the, it's, you could it's you it's could the,
0: find those you could find those just about anywhere. I mean, it's a they're
1: very popular.
0: Yeah, it's 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 one of the one of the staple brands in in most. Which shops. one is that
1: again? I'm I'm sorry, it's I
0: missed the, It's the it's the CAO.
1: Oh, the flathead, the flathead, okay. flathead six sixty. Yeah. Now the seven seventy doesn't hit me like that, but maybe it's because it's a bigger ring gauge. So it's what's different. the color it's more... band on
3: that? Is that red? It's, it's red. It's red okay. with silver. It's okay. red with silver yeah, okay. writing. Yeah, I, it looks I like
1: the the band looks like uh, the grill of a car.
3: Now is that one you know? only in that six sixty ring gauge? Or no, or no, no. That?
1: It's a whole series. It's a whole oh, series.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Got you. Okay.
1: They've got the okay. uh, six sixty, the seven seventy. Uh the nah, carb. Be... They got a little spark plug, which is like a little um like almost like a blondie.
0: I think I wanna say it's like a four and a half by forty six
1: or something like that. Yeah. Um they got a bunch of them. They got a bull neck, a steel horse. Yeah, steel horse they got I a just whole... smoked. That's not bad. The, the, that's not bad, and the bull neck's not bad either. I do a snake eyes punch on those because they're box pressed. Yeah. I did a I do a I do a I do a double a double punch on those and smoke them sometimes like that.
0: According to, this website,
2: according to this website, you can get a whole box of those for $73. Yeah. Which hey, what website is that? So far uh, international. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yep. Yeah, yeah so you I'm can get a whole probably, box. I mean, what are those going to be like? Two or three dollars a stick, probably? Mm-hmm. You can go buy them individual?
0: No, like if you buy them individual, it's probably going to run you about seven, eight bucks, depending on taxes in Texas.
4: Like, yeah. it yes. am like in.
1: In Illinois, I know they, they try to get you sometimes. I try to get those online because they there's so much tax in Illinois. You end up paying ten, eleven bucks for a cigar.
3: Oh That's man, yeah, like that. <laughs> I I found that out. I was going to. Are you familiar with uh, the shop Blue Havana in Chicago? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because he what he does is that he if you're out of state, you have to give him your ID so you don't have to pay the Illinois taxes because. That was tremendous, man. It was you know yeah. regular seven, eight, nine dollar stick was about fourteen, fifteen bucks. Yeah,
1: wow, they don't dude. play. Wait, Chicago hold on. doesn't play with that tax, man. Hold on, that's that's that's, that's, that's why I go online. Awesome.
0: That's that's pretty awesome that he does something like that. Yeah. I, so
3: if I you go in the store, stop doing that. Yeah, if you go in the store and he, you know, yeah, if you actually if you're out of town or something, he just take it's something where you know, as long as he can show the ID that you're out of state, you know, you get the uh, you can buy the cigars. Without, uh, yeah, without I wanna, I wanna, and if you I buy online,
2: might want to bleed out the name of that place. Homeboy <laughs> might be doing some shit that's illegal as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't if know. You I, I, to, if you go I to, like, <laughs> I
3: feel like I feel like he does it as an online order. There you go. He might Probably. do it like that. I think that. that's what he he processes. I'm guessing. No, you know, this is nothing, uh, nothing, uh, quote, uh, nothing of quotables. But yeah, I'm
0: right, guessing right, that's right. It is. But still, uh, that that's that that's pretty awesome that that he actually takes a step to do that.
3: But usually, I will just order online. Order online because um, they, uh, Brian they, they're the ones that have the uh, the Roma Craft brand, the sto- only store brand um, cigar. Mm, they're the only ones that have a Roma Craft store brand. So how do you find yourself old,
2: going from Detroit to Chicago, Otis?
3: Um, I have family live out there, but uh, that's that was one of the. Why did that go? I'm trying to think, I went one. I, I actually, I think all, all the times I've been out there has actually just been family related.
2: Okay, so um, I mean, that's what a good four hour drive. From yeah, you it's four there? hour drive. So it ain't it ain't, it yeah. ain't
1: too far. Um, when I played, when I played semi pro football, we used to play this team called the um, Detroit Seminoles. So we go okay. out to Detroit and and play those guys and these guys were fucking amazing. See, I was Ot- like, Otis, you
0: are. Otis was just out this way. Uh, yeah,
3: Haas, I actually got a chance to meet Brian in person. Yeah, Hos
0: could, okay. could have hung out with us, but he was uh, he was busy doing something else or something I don't know. But was this at the festival? Yeah, Riff Safari. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And I was, I and that was that was right. Doing. That was right before you know COVID. Really right before hit. everything yeah, broke was, down. Right, it was yeah. like the,
0: the day before.
3: Yeah, it was, I was gonna say it. like the. It was like the day before. My wife was like, "Are y'all sure you're gonna go someplace where?" I'm like, "Hey, I just heard they don't even have." Any That's cases what it there was. Yet.
1: I think my wife was giving me shit about that. She was like, oh, I, are "You, I, you I,
3: crazy?" I, I almost caught it from her, but I was like, "Maybe look, they don't even have cases there." And it was right in the beginning. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. If, if I'm got home, based on following Brian, I mean, like you came down for that. I saw some pictures he was posting and stuff with with y'all together, you know, enjoying cigars and whatnot. And like the next day. He wasn't able yeah. to do his uh, his haircutting gig where he was supposed to. He ended up at like what yeah. like an impromptu barbershop. Yeah,
1: no,
3: yeah, we did, it there. We over, did yeah. it. there that night. We yeah, did yeah, it Curtis, that
2: night
1: okay. there. I, I that forgot was right, to tell right you. around the time Rudy Gobert got got diagnosed, and once the NBA said fuck it, everybody said fuck it.
0: No, Curtis, yeah. you you guys were talking about that on the Bearded Idiots about how you thought that it was like some impromptu. No, that was at Ristafari. That was at the cigar event. That's cool that, that, hell. that that they shaved my head.
4: Yeah, those pictures I were great.
0: Those pictures were great.
3: Yeah, Brian, you, you look normal and shit now. Yeah, last time I saw you. You had this old, yeah.
0: know. He has a big <laughs> old fro. I, I I, I kind of and, look. And when I, I let, look like that last time you see me. You
1: look like you look like my boy from Billions, the dude with the fro. Of, y'all, y'all watch the TV show Billions?
4: No, yeah, probably I'm not. Not familiar a, with
1: it. There's a dude on that show that has the most immaculate fro. And that's what you looked like to me when I saw you. Oh, like I your think shit. your hair
3: was like half when I left that night. You were kind of half cut because I don't think they had finished it yet. So you had like pieces sticking out and shit. Oh know.
0: no, we we didn't finish it at all that night. Like I, I went. Oh, home. you didn't finish it. No, okay. no, I I went home like that. Oh, Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, we. were uh, dedicated as fuck.
0: I I am man. That's dude. Like that's when I, when I do that, like I make it a point to make myself look as ridiculous as possible. Hi, Lulu. So I'm
1: I'm, I'm podcasting, baby
0: so uh sorry about that no no worries
1: that so, was a yeah. good time though man that was a fun time
0: no i i'm I'm glad you enjoyed it i mean i, I would have been pretty pretty disappointed if uh if you guys came down and the event sucked you know
3: no it was pretty dope man uh i had a, i had a hangover so crazy that next day uh <laughs> driving, driving back home uh i was
2: yeah, actually was gonna night. try to set up a, an option to meet uh you and mike with my son just went the boot camp up in great lakes on the north side of there of chicago oh okay yeah 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 mm. and he's supposed to he was going to graduate right so we we're going to get to go up and be a part of the graduation you know parade and review and all that and we made a plan with brian to hang out with him and i was going to try to sneak in a hey let's get otis and 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 mike if they can to come down or we can meet them halfway or something and right corona just ruined all those fucking plans. Yeah. So that, that's kind of, we don't, they're not even letting us come up to see him graduate from, from boot camp. They're shut down all that shit. So it's going to be another where well, we were going to be able to see him in like nine weeks. Now we're not going to be able to visit with him until he gets done with what's called A school. And that's like 26 weeks after. Geez, geez. Um, we'll get to see him graduate A school, but he's supposed to, I don't know, like six or eight weeks into A school, get some, some leave. So we can mm-hmm. make a trip down there, maybe, and visit with him on the weekend or some shit like that. But uh, yeah, that that wrecked a whole bunch of plans, man, because we had uh, money allotted for you know plane tickets and hotels and the whole nine to be able to go up and watch man. him graduate up there. And I was like, shit, that's a perfect opportunity for at a minimum for us to get up with Brian because he's like right there. Yeah, and it just it it shit all over those plans.
4: Yeah, we uh
3: <laughs> we had we were we were planning on going to Hawaii next month for uh, my wife's birthday. Of course, that's canceled. I mean, I've actually I actually stopped. I was my last day of work was March twentieth, and so I've been waiting to go back to work since then. So yeah, it's been it's been nuts here, man. It's fucking crazy.
0: You get your it's bathroom bad,
3: finished?
0: Is it back? you get your bathroom finished?
3: Yes. My bathroom is totally fucking finished. Thank
4: God.
3: Yeah. I just got one thing I had to do. I got to put on the fucking heat vent, and the fucking vent It's not matching up. I got to cut the duct. Other than that though. Yeah. That worked out great, man. So we finished that during that, that first week I was off work. And then I just been waiting to go back to work and trying to figure out if they're going to start doing some work from home or whatever. Um, What do you do Otis? So I do CAD design um, for automotive Mm -hmm. and, um, we, uh, we're a tier that's two. That's very
1: Detroit. That's very yeah. Detroit.
3: Yeah. very. Auto, the, the, the plants are making the parts and shit. So, um, mm-hmm. we're a tier two to four. So we supply four of our parts. And so once they went down, all the, you know, the autos went down. We knew that we would be off. Um, right, had, right, right. They had a date from, uh, Monday, May 4th is when, um, they, they thought we'd be going back, but the ma the governor pushed extended to stay at home until the fifteenth, which actually right. the eighteenth. So we just, you know, kind of waiting. Um I I I as much as I, you know, want things to open back up and stuff, man, I really think it's the best thing, man, because, you know, in Michigan, right. we got a ton of fucking cases, man. Yeah. Um Michigan, yeah. especially Detroit and Wayne County, where Detroit is in, got hit pretty hard. Um I think I hadn't checked the numbers today though, but, uh, um, so Michigan has like, I think around 30,000 cases ish. the county. I'm in Wayne County was Detroit and us around and has 15,000 of those.
1: Jeez man oh man yeah.
3: so you know when you know i hear you know i hear a lot of people about yeah just get back to normal normal ain't happening no more man <laughs>
1: not for a while
3: and, and hey, you especially, know,
1: especially because we haven't had any testing it's like so there's so many people that have not been tested and, and most people aren't going to think about getting tested until they exhibit symptoms which you could be contagious for like two to fourteen days before yeah, you, know before you have something, they symptoms.
3: don't know a lot about it, and yeah. well, they're starting to learn more. But um, they're starting to do a lot more testing here, and I think that's why the numbers that really flew up because people just getting tested just didn't know it. You know, they had. Yeah. You know, you got people that are uh, what is it asymptomatic? Mm-hmm. What is the uh,
4: asymptomatic?
3: Asymptomatic, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, people who carrying and don't even know it and don't even get sick and then you got obviously you know the people are getting sick but i know you got. yeah to
1: and it. they're carrying and yeah. passing that's the thing it's not like you're asymptomatic you just have it and you're holding it to yourself you're being selfish with it you're asymptomatic <laughs> but you you you're still being free and loose with it you can still give it to other people you know so yeah, that's the so, danger
3: too yeah detroit got hit really hard wayne county and you mm-hmm. know it's been nuts and you know we had we had uh a lot of the. um so they were protesting in our, in Capitol Lansing uh, yeah. against the stay-at-home order. Uh, so there's been a lot of uh, backlash, a lot of people not really feeling the governor and, you know, her move. But she's absolutely making the, the best decisions for people, especially those that want to make opposite decisions. Like, they were really pissed about – so the initial stay-at-home order was, you. Uh, I mean, other than, you know, just being at home, um, they couldn't do any boating, they couldn't do mm. any golfing. Um, could, you couldn't buy certain stuff at, like, um, Home Depot and stuff like right. that. And so right. I don't really – I totally agree with that because I feel like if you're going to let people in a store, why not just let them buy what they want as long as you're, you know, letting – you know, minimum people in it, to, you know, because it's like,
1: the time, you, can't, right. you
3: can't buy paint, but shit, you know, if we all in the light bulb all shit, we all can catch it. It doesn't make a fucking difference, you know what I mean?
1: Right. It doesn't um, matter if you're buying paint or but golf the, 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 the whole
3: The overall goal was just to keep the minimum of people just doing random shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. But it right. was just ironic the day that they processed it. You know, up in Lansing, it snows. So I'm like, you can't do fucking boating anyway. You can't do fucking, uh, fucking golfing anyhow, and you right. can't garden today. So, you know, it was just they up there with no
1: mask and all kind of crazy. Yeah, stuff.
4: Now,
0: see, my, I love I love,
1: th- I love seeing the uh, the the protest signs that say I need a haircut. <laughs> my my
0: my thing my thing was with with Michigan and the no gardening and whatnot, like, um. It's it's that time of year where you get your yeah. gardening supplies. And oh no,
3: I, I totally agree. But it, but you know, at the at the risk of infecting so many people, if we're behind a month this one year, you know, it's not going to fucking. That's not going to kill anybody. But if everybody's fucking out, our numbers is way too high. You know what I mean? So we got to sacrifice a month just to keep the numbers down. And the numbers have been actually, uh, the numbers I'm gonna say declining, but they've been raising slower.
4: Yeah, so, the rate of you
3: know, the rate of increase goes yeah. down when people start so, staying home. It's, it's definitely showing that you know she made the right decision. You know, hey, I want—I've I've been off work. I've been wanting to get all my shit in my yard done just because I don't really have that time normally. But you know, right. shit, it, the weather's been shitty anyway. So yeah, the, the, today we got up to about sixty-eight man, which is fucking great. Got a chance to do a lot of shit in the yard, and they lifted yeah. those—they lifted those orders. So now you can garden. Buy all that shit. So that, yeah, I got
1: my, I got my, uh, I got my grass seed down, my fertilizer, my weed stop, all of that yesterday, and then it rained all afternoon yesterday, and it rained all day today. So I'm like, yeah.
0: I'm glad and you like, got. I, I'm, I'm glad, glad you got the rain because I didn't get the rain. It was like 76 degrees here
3: today. It just started raining here, so we got yeah, the rain next week. Yeah, was, I was, days.
1: I was very happy to get the rain because I am anal about my grass. I don't want. Dandelions, I don't want weeds, I want to look nice and green.
3: Yeah. I was up picking fucking dandelions this morning. Uh, Me, shit, yeah. yeah. get my shit Me, together.
0: Meanwhile, Curtis is laughing at us. He's like, it's been seventy six down here for like two months. Yeah. Like yeah. literally this Saturday
2: we're opening our pools. Oh
1: wow. <laughs> yeah. That's the next thing on the list I gotta do is open the pool. But uh in two thousand eighteen, um I was in or uh, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, um, early last year, February. It's, it's, it's so
0: far long ago.
1: Yeah, but my grandmother was sick down in Houston. So I was down in Houston in February, and it was like that polar vortex up here, mm-hmm. remember? I do. And um, it was like 65, 70, 75 degrees in Houston. And me being from Chicago, I'd go to the hospital in the morning. It's like 60 degrees in the morning. So I would go to the hospital. I'd have on a tank top, some shorts, and some flip-flops. Headed up, headed up to the hospital, and I'm seeing people with big old winter coats on and hats and gloves <laughs> and stuff. And the first day I walked in the hospital, the security guard at the front desk, he's like, he looks at me, he's like, "You're not from here." <laughs> I said, "No, I'm from Chicago. It's like 19 degrees in Chicago right now. My my wife yeah. is shoveling our driveway."
2: I used to own like, and operate a small trucking business. I was all over the country, and I'd be up north, and you know, it's you know, 40 degrees, 38 degrees outside, and I'm in a I'm in a coat. You know, I got thermals on. I got the whole nine, right? And everybody else is running around in shorts. I'm like, man, y'all are fucking crazy. (laughs) But then you you run into the – you know, it's funny how things flip that way because, like, when y'all come down here and it's – 109 degrees outside in Houston, and it's all the way 100% humidity. Mm-hmm. We're in shorts and t-shirts just functioning, and everybody else that ain't from here is literally locked up in their houses. Like, well, you can't go outside. You'll die outdoors. Right, now. It's like, <laughs>
1: right, right. You'll literally yeah. go outside and burst into flames. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, could,
0: I couldn't even imagine trying to smoke a cigar outside in that.
1: It's I'd, I'd it's much miserable. rather be in... I I'd, I'd much rather be in hot weather than cold weather, though.
0: Oh, me me too. Like I no. I loved Phoenix. I was in Phoenix for like six months, mm-hmm. and it was the summer months, and I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. But you know, the it one hundred seventeen degrees in Phoenix. Yeah. Is fucking hot. Yeah. Yes. But it but it's not humid, so right. it only, no. so it only feels like one hundred and seven. It's like it Vegas. Only yeah.
3: Feels. Listen to yourself. It only feels like 107. No, no, no. no, no
0: that, that's that's my point. That's why I said it that yeah. way. But if you're if you're in Houston and it's 97 degrees with 100% humidity, it feels right. like it's 127. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Hard. It's, Man, humidity it's very, is a hard bitch. Humidity is a bitch. No, that's – I've always,
2: it's, I've always said as that. Houston bad about, as, as where I live because I live up in northeast Texas and we've got pine trees that are, you know, 120, 130 feet tall. Yeah. So, at least down here you've got – some some lower lying trees so you get some breeze in this area like mm-hmm. today right now I can walk out of my balcony right now y'all wouldn't be able to hear me because of the wind is blowing right but oh, we're wow. up where I live it gets hot it gets 105 106 you know 107 degrees 85 no breeze and humidity and there is zero air you're just sitting in a song oh. what you're doing so you know oh, you're, your you're slow cooking yeah, yeah. You're out mowing your yard. You're doing anything outdoors. You're just sitting in a slow cooker and just hating life the whole time. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, like, Arizona, they don't even have grass because they're like, no, nah, fuck it.
0: They paint the rocks green in the front yard. Yeah. Like What's if cool if about got... Arizona,
2: though, it'll be 114 degrees in the middle of the day. But yeah. off, as soon as the sun goes down, it'll turn 85, 80. It'll get chilly in the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. so much. This, it just holds it in. The the, yeah. the Pine yeah. Woods up here where I'm at, it's going to be 105 degrees during the day, and it's going to be 99 at midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the
1: morning. God damn. You can't this even open just... the windows at night and just kind of no. get a
2: – hell no. <laughs> no, if you ain't got a good-ass <laughs> working air conditioning, get the fuck away from me. I just Brian. want
3: 70 all year round. I need to find that place somehow.
2: It's... Me and you both. San, San, uh, San, Diego. San Diego.
1: Yeah. You get 70, like 78 in the summer. Mm-hmm. And not well, I mean, that today, much humidity. Today we
3: got up to like sixty-eight. Man, it was fucking perfect, man. Yep. I I See, like me, I like a good. I like a
1: good. I like a good seventy-five to eighty degrees. Not very much humidity. Yeah. A mild five to ten mile an hour breeze. That's perfect. Man, you're singing my song you know? over there. That would be perfect. Yeah.
3: I mean, I I, I, I can deal with that. I could deal with that.
1: You know, but we can't. I can't move. My wife works for a university, and she has all this tenure. And we do we do a tuition exchange. So you can you can uh, go to any school in her network for tuition free. So like you can like Duke is in the network and um, Ball State and some other like Boston College is in the network. Places like I want to move. Yeah, but like our kids, (laughs) our kids can go go tuition free. So but if if she trade, if she if she went to another school, even within the network, she lose all her tenure. So then you're at the bottom of the totem pole for Uh. the tuition exchange. Because it's you know you you get slotted based on your tenure, yeah. Gotcha. So she's she's been there like ten years, and by the time um, my twelve year old is ready for school, you know she'll have all that tenure built up. I just have to negotiate with my ex wife and get her to flip guardianship when he's a when he's a sophomore, because you have to be for him to for him to go. You have to, she has to be he has to be our dependent for two at least gotcha. two years. Gotcha. So. She wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it when my daughter was coming out because she was still a little bitter. But I think she'll do it by the time uh, by the time Camden's ready to go.
2: Yeah, see, that's unfortunate, man. It, it bitters you might be. You got to look at it from the aspect of your your. Better
1: better she ain't kids. hurting
2: you. She's hurting right. her.
1: She's hurting. Yeah, because you know, them uh, at private because these are all private schools. These that tuition ain't no punk. No so you could not. go and get a get a you know. $300,000 education just, and all you have to pay for is room and board and books. Right. You know, that's a, that's a great, that's a great gift to give your kid. No kid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: But at the same time, it's kind of retarded that it's that fucking high to begin with.
1: Yeah. This is, yeah. this is also true. This is also I mean, I'm not, true.
2: I'm not one of those, Mr. Let's give everybody a free college education. Right. But I am. Mm-hmm. And I think, Oh, this is, you know, and, and Brian know this about I me. Mean, I'm, I'm pretty conservative fiscally. You know what I mean? Right. Socially, I'm a, I'm a little bit more, more way more liberal actually you know, on the social yeah. issues. But, but fiscal issues, I, I have no issue whatsoever with our United States government going, hey, if you want two years worth of college education, boom, you got it. Now mm-hmm. you can use that towards a trade school because that'll get yes. you all the way through a trade school. Yeah. Yes, you know what I mean? yes. Or right. you can use that as two years towards a university. Right. Right. And then that should give you a leg up, but we got to do something about the like you said, a three hundred thousand dollar education for four years. Yeah. That's just that's just outrageous, man.
1: It's crazy. And and even the state schools are getting pretty expensive now. So, you know, when I went to I went to a state school and it was about fifteen thousand a year, but now it's like thirty-five, forty thousand dollars a year to even to go to a state school. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And tough. if I had if I had thought of if I had if I had thought about it, but they weren't, see, when I was coming out of school, the, the agenda was different. They were like really pushing when I was coming out of high school, they were really pushing the, the going to college and stuff. And I wish, I I really wish that I had, sometimes I really wish that I had been like, okay, well, you know what? I could be a garbage man. And by now I'll be making a really good amount of money oh, with all the automation. Now, I don't even have to get out of the truck.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not like you're slinging cans like you used to. Right, You know, or being an electrician or a plumber or a pipe I, fitter or something. That's
3: that's the problem is that, you know, when we talk about college education and just our higher learning outside of high school, uh, vocational stuff is only mentioned as an as
1: a afterthought. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, oh you're not you're not very smart, so it we're needs gonna to have to do on,
3: this. It needs to be on that same level because you got people going to vocational schools, not coming out in debt like a lot of you know people right. out of college, and you know they're making great fucking money. Uh, exactly. A lot of vocation, you know, a lot of vocation trades, you know, put you in a position to, to kind of own your own, and you know if you get to that point, and right. it's always can- looked as an afterthought. Well, if you don't make college, you could try vocational school. No, you should be able to try that. You know yeah, you should be thinking about
1: all of that stuff. It should be
3: college and about? vocation. It shouldn't be like, okay, I couldn't I wasn't smart enough to do college. Let me go try to be a right a auto repair tech or whatever. Right. When, I was, it's, a, it's, when I was in so high school so many smart people in uh, in, in vocational uh, school. I went to vocational school in high school residential wiring, and it was it wasn't pushed as much as it should, but it was an awesome opportunity. You know, you had bricklayers. They had a whole house that they built on site. And every different trade got to use their trade to help in the house. Yeah. You had the carpentry, doing the carpentry of it. You had the plumbing, you know, doing the plumbing in the house. The HVAC and all that good
1: stuff.
3: HVAC, you know, they had horticulture, you know, stuff like that. And it was, it's it's always been one of those, you know, afterthoughts or caveats and not really, you know, college and vocation. It's like college, then, okay, but maybe you could do this since you didn't get into college. And it shouldn't be like that.
2: Well, the, the, market not, right now not. Is, the market right now is so flooded with guys and, and, and ladies that are coming out of, you know, a, a, a two to four year program at the, at the college or university level. That yeah, the work is extremely hard to find. And we're seeing that in my industry. Of course, we're, you know, I, I do a trade. We're still erection, right? Mm-hmm. So we're seeing more and more people moving to the trades and and just around what we're doing i mean we're seeing every trade out there we're seeing dirt work you know uh concrete electrical drywall the whole nine. now all the all these different trades and these guys are just jammed up with people knocking on their doors looking for work and a lot of them have college degrees and they just can't find work in whatever field they decided to go into and it's like Mm -hmm. you know I tell people all the time, you know, like my son, when he was getting ready to to graduate school and all this stuff, I'm like, Hey man, you really need to think about what you want to do with the next few years of your life. Because if you want to go to college, we'll we'll figure out what we got to do for that. Right. But I highly suggest a vocational or a trade school because number one, it's cheaper. And number two, there's literally a job waiting for you when you come out. Mm -hmm. So you can go and spend, you know, maybe eight, $9,000 on a, on an 18 month program at a trade school. And you're going to make that back in the first year that you work or right. you can go spend like what you're talking about, you know, 70, 80, 90, you know, well over a hundred thousand dollars on a, on a degree. And you may spend two years waiting to find a job. Right. Look, being able to pay that back with all the interest that stacked up in those two years.
3: You're probably not going to be in your in your field. I know some people, right? Some people with degrees that they, they have a degree, but that's what got the job. But it's not even in the field that they actually got the degree. Yeah, a lot of they, they that's, say
1: about fifty percent of people are not working in the the, the, the field that they I'm gonna got figure – I didn't
3: want to throw out a number because I don't know for certain, but I do know a lot of people who have jobs and their degree has nothing to do with their job. But
0: you know, that's my wife. My wife, she she works for a company and. uh you know, on her resume, she had the accounting degree. She's not in accounting, but that degree got her, you know, probably an extra four or five grand a year extra. Yeah. Just having a degree. Even, even though she's not doing accounting.
3: I mean, the degree at that point is just showing that you're capable of learning. You've learned, but you didn't learn that one, but you can figure the shit out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So all right, there there might be a shift in conversation here, but, uh, I'm curious, Otis. What's on your shirt there? It looks like uh, looks like a gun.
3: All right, so it does. It's actually not. So it's a. uh, I'll point my camera down or show my shirt. It's actually kitchen utensils. (laughs) Uh, So you got the roller right here. You got like the potato pillar here. Uh, You got the cheese grater here. Wow, that's cool. Uh, Yeah.
4: All right. I feel like what yeah.
3: that
2: shirt I feel like what that shirt is saying is it, it's you, you can't blame the weapon. You gotta blame the weapon holder.
3: Oh, absolutely. And the
2: right <laughs> hand cheese <of> <laughs> grater will fuck somebody up. Right. Yeah,
3: I was out doing uh, yard work and my uh one of my neighbors was like, yeah, it's a nice shirt, you got what is that? I was like, No, it's not that man, it's not the Nike." And I'm trying to keep my six feet too, so I'm like, you know, stay over there, right, right, serve him right. over here and, you know, it's funny.
2: Yeah, he uh, thought he had a friend for a second. No yeah. I, he I th- cool still though, you know.
4: <laughs> I,
0: I was thinking maybe you had a change of heart or something.
3: <laughs> Let's not start that today, man. <laughs> no, that, that, that's like I No, said. that was funny though. It was, it was my name. He was like, oh, but yeah, he's a funny guy too because he he stays two. I never actually formally met the guy. He stays like two doors down from me, and I hear him every summer. It's a running joke for me and my wife is that he's a uh, he's always on his phone on his back on his back deck. Uh-huh. And he's really loud and he has a he has just a handheld phone. I'm like, man, I wish he get a Bluetooth. I know his arms fucking tired. But every no like two years ago, every day he would come out on his back back deck and he would talk for hours. And you would hear him talking like random conspiracy shit.
2: Every <laughs> fucking day. That motherfucker was I, talking I, to Kelly Sparks. And Hell so yeah.
3: today he's talking to the neighbor that, that would stay between us. And i I over I'm, you know, in the yard doing work and all that I, I overhear him saying, No, yeah, so you know the Uh, The sun rises in the east, and, you know, I was like, why is he talking to these grown-ass men like he doesn't know where the fucking sun is? And it just goes (laughs) – he started talking about solar power and some other stuff.
0: That's 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 literally a conversation I was having with my four-and-a-half-year-old son explaining (laughs) – that the sun rises in the east and sets
2: in the west. Hey, man, there, there's no rule that says it because you're over the age of 18 or 21. If you can buy liquor and and well, I guess now I don't know about where y'all are, at, but in Texas you got to be 21 to buy anything. You got to be able to buy liquor and cigarettes group. at 21. Yeah. So wow, just because well, you've reached that age does not mean you are not a full-on fucking dummy. Exactly. I will say, this is true.
3: I will say that the irony of it was that the the, the neighbors that stay between me, he's a uh, he's a devout Muslim. And he prays to the east. Oh, I think it's yeah. the east, I believe. So I'm like, of all the people to tell where the east is, he actually knows it. Yeah, he
1: knows it no <laughs> matter what.
3: So that was yeah. just really funny. I was just like, does he know? I was like, ah, never mind. I Probably not. Kept, I just kept pulling my weeds and, and cutting my grass. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just, just, just like uh, a minute ago. Let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I hate, it was like, but you know
1: something? People... <laughs> I, miss, I do miss uh, going to the range. I know the range is open. The gun range is open, but I, I haven't been going. and I, I think miss- they
3: opened the ranges here. I can't recall if that was one yeah. of those. They're,
0: they're, about- they're still closed in Indiana.
3: Yeah, I haven't heard that one. But, you know, I, the guys are there with a golf now, but they can't use the carts, so they have to walk. You got
4: to yeah, walk your ass. Yeah. Uh,
2: so- in Texas, I mean, I- you could go to the outdoor ranges, but you can't go to the indoor ranges just yet. But they're according oh. to Abbott, just today or yesterday, he's going to start opening up restaurants and stuff like that to like 25% capacity. And just as a test to see where where we actually stand with all this shit. We gotta test it for like
1: three weeks though.
2: I
3: just yeah. I just
2: don't see I was
3: telling my wife, I was like, you know, I just don't mm-hmm. see myself going to a restaurant no time soon. In, any places where I have to sit down somewhere, like it's yeah. just not happening. Like I, and we had this whole conversation about uh, uh we was talking about it on our podcast too, about just the movie industry and stuff. And we was like right. that industry has to be dying because Oh,
1: some of those places already said they're not coming back. I can't yeah. see myself like, sitting uh, in the theater. AMC said they not may not may not come back.
3: Yeah, like I, I always the whole theater thing is always uh, you know flashback to the the movie Outbreak when they showed yeah. that sneeze and yes. then I just <laughs> dissipated through the whole fucking place. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna be a lot of industries that's 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 not really gonna be able to recover. I, I told my I'm not going to a movie theater. I probably won't go to a damn restaurant, and, you know, for a good long time. Right.
1: It'll you be know, it'll be order in. You, yeah, know?
3: you know, we, we, we or just find learn ourselves, how to
1: cook. Oh yeah.
3: That's the thing. We, we found ourselves cooking so much, so much more. Now. Yeah. Um, which is I, good. It's good. Oh yeah. I found I, I didn't, I didn't gain, I didn't gain the weight I thought I would from being home
1: for mm-hmm. this long.
3: Uh, because basically we've just been cooking our own food. Uh, we yeah. just started getting takeout maybe, uh, last week. Uh, right. Just cause we just been ordered. We, it was a, the trust factor was really off, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, going out and being around people. We haven't been around, you know, people. It's just, it's scary, one the, man. It's, it's some one scary the, shit.
2: One of the posts that I saw here a couple of days ago that I, I found very interesting was like, whether you believe this is some, you know, government experiment about how much control they can take, or if it's an actual pandemic, whatever your beliefs is, doesn't really matter what your beliefs is. What's going to be interesting is all the data that's going to come out of this thing. Right, mm-hmm. like how many people are no longer going to go to restaurants? How many people are going to restrict how often they go to bars and all these different things for the next probably a decade? We're going to see a data set come out of this. To I think it'll be impressive the, the things that we learn about our culture as as in general. But not only yeah. that, but how businesses have learned during this that they can do business in a completely different way than they have been doing. Yeah. Right. Right. Remain profitable or the businesses that are struggling right now, maybe they will change the way they did business, you know, before. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes out of this. That's going to be interesting if from nothing else, just from a data set point. Yeah. Curtis, you know, you make a a great point. I was going
3: to mention as well. Like there's a lot of businesses who had switched to work from home and now Mm -hmm. they're seeing that they're, they're just as productive or even more. So it's like, you know, people are questioning, like, do we really need the overhead of an actual building when people can work just as well or more at home, you know? So, yeah. That's that's the thing they're going to be be taking into consideration. I'm sorry about Yeah, I'm a
1: personal trainer and an athletic performance coach. So all of my group exercise classes, gone. All of my, you know, it was about three or four football teams, two or three softball teams, some baseball teams. I was supposed to train. Guess what? Gone. So it's like I've got these coaches saying that they're still interested, but uh, they are. You know, this is that's so much extra revenue that I'm missing out on. But I'm understanding that <laughs> I've got to, I've got to do what's best. My, my, my mother lives is with us right now, and she is very at risk. So,
2: because of that, you know, I have to really take precautions.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I met, a, I met a, a guy down here in Houston that's a, a buddy of Aaron who's a, a podcast mate of mine. His, yeah. his buddy lives down here, and I went over and hung out with him for a while. And his wife and their best friend do these boot camp type yes. things where they gather up, you know, 20, 25 people in a, like a, like a Brooksers parking lot or a Walmart parking lot. And they do these little workouts, right? Right. So it's like their, it's like their model and of course that's all been wrecked because yes. of all this so they have switched to the system like what we're using right now they get all their people on these zoom i
3: just want to say yeah know, yeah zoom
2: groups and they keep doing it they have not and i asked the lady i was like you know i think a lot of personal training and stuff a, a big motivating factor for people to show up every day is they got to be held accountable to a guy like you or a guy or right, a lady right. Like her. there's that accountability of you know, Joe or Sarah, whoever is going to expect me to show up at 5 a.m. Right. at the Walmart parking lot. So I asked right. her, I was like, what is your, how, how many people are you seeing drop out because all they got to do is just not log on? Like they don't have right. to deal with you the next day or the next day. It's like after. the
3: physical, the physical accountability. Right. Right.
2: Right. And she's like, actually, she's like, it's, it's about the same. She's like, there's some people that just, they, they don't have it in the morning in them to, to show up and get on the, the thing or whatever. She's like, but right. really, it's about ninety-five percent of the people still showing up doing the damn thing. So she's like, my revenue, really luckily, has not dropped much at all. Yeah, I've been putting uh, workouts on my Facebook page.
1: I've got a Facebook page that I put some, I put shelter-in-place workouts on for people who can't that they like going to Lifetime or to the big box gyms. So it, we, you know, we I put some workouts out there for people to to be able to do something. I bought some. I bought a Voder climber. I've been working on that thing and ugh. all
0: right. So what's your Facebook page? Go ahead and plug that big ass.
1: Oh, uh it's the letters LF like Larry Frank, the number two fitness on Facebook. And Facebook. there's uh there's three or four workouts out there in video form. Uh and the great thing about them is they're scalable. So it's at most you 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 might you might you could you could do nineteen minutes of work or you could do five minutes of work, or if you had an hour, you could, you know, you can do a whole hour's worth of work, but it's really, it's really scalable to your abilities. I have one with weights. I have one that's body weight. I have one that's just cardio, just to uh, kind of hit every fitness level and things like that. So, so cool. I,
0: I didn't, I didn't even know you had that page. I thought you were putting them on your personal.
1: Mm-mm. It's so on that's... my, uh, on my Facebook page.
0: All right, so I'm going to have to – I'm going to check that out.
1: Yeah, get out there and, you know, hit one of those workouts. Let me know what you think of it. No, you know?
0: I'll, I'll let you know in a couple of months. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: but I, I think it's these times that definitely to – the, to the point you guys all are making, that, you know, they're showing that, you know, there are other ways to do stuff. You know, right. and like, you know, my what's so crazy about my, my job is that they're – so CAD design, is, 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 you know, initially was always, a you know, butts in the seat type deal. But, right. you know, it's t- obviously technology and time, you know, things change. And I know a lot of people who do CAD that, you know, can work remotely. So my job has always been one of those old-fashioned just butts in the seat type thing. And, you know, now we have to figure out, I don't want to really be in a fucking office with, you know, multiple people not knowing where they've been at and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, they need to make a decision of, you know, because, okay. So, so the weird part is that, so the first two weeks of March, I was off for full, full pay the autumn month of April. I've been off on 75% pay, um, okay which is, you know, better than unemployment. So I appreciate it. But this whole time you're paying me 75%. I could have actually been working from home if you had that set up. So right. I've been home doing nothing. I had to go to the office twice to look up some, but no one was there, so I felt a lot better about it. But this whole time, I actually had have just been working from home, you know, catching up on stuff. You know, you know, this whole month of not doing anything, it's going to be a shit show when we first, you know, initially get back. So because of you, these, they're so, you know, behind in technology and won't implement shit like that, you just lost a month of work you've paid mm-hmm. for, which you could have had set up. And I would have been happy to just sit at home and work you know, during this time, especially since I was fucking getting mostly paid for it. You know, yeah, I don't, so I, I don't I know think who exactly it is
2: <laughs> you work for or or the size of their company, but a, a guy that I'm buddies with, you know, locally in Longview, <clears throat> there's a company there called Laterno. They build these huge earth-moving machines, uh-huh. and that's what he does for them. He's a he's a CAD guy for them, and he was telling me the other day, he's like when this shit first hit like when when Abbott was really starting to get real and Abbott's our governor here in Texas he's he's uh, getting real particular about shutting things down at is that and the third they sent everybody home like what you talked about for like 2 weeks and they gave them uh just full pay and they tried to do like you know email talking back and forth but in that 2 weeks what they did was Laterno invested and figured out how to let their people work from home so he's been working right. from home with full pay this whole time and I think that's just a matter of leadership inside of your company. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, and it's
3: really. You know, I've been there like three years, and I was off for like almost four years before I started there. I actually it'd be four years now. I've been working there. I was off for like three or four years, and so I went back to school and all that stuff. So I've been wanting to stay there just a little longer to pad, you know, my 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 res- resume history. But I'm like, if y'all, if your uh, upper management is doesn't have the smarts to I figured that out, like you're going to pay these people and you're not going to let them do shit versus invest in something where you can actually have them working, you know, it's not going to get better. You know, it's not, right. you know, May 4th or whenever we go back, it's not going to be, they have all these great ideas and shit, you know, right. Uh, it, it's it's going to be the same shit. So, so I've, you know, I've been on LinkedIn trying to get my resume together because, you know, I need to work for someplace that's a little more forward thinking You know, but it's just crazy. You have people on payroll for the last fucking month and you haven't had no setup in place (laughs) for us to work. You know what I mean? It'd be different if we were just off work, had to, you know, claim unemployment and all that shit. Okay. You know, but we're getting fucking mostly paid and you haven't figured this shit out. So I'm like, Well, it's a
2: double-edged sword. Number one, you know, their employees are not making the same amount of money that they're making. Like you said, you're, you're rolling on 75% and you're, I'm assuming you're grateful for that. Like you said, it's better than unemployment. But also, I'm sure whoever you're working for has contracts that they've got to fulfill. I mean, they're they're fucking themselves as much as they're fucking anybody else. Because if you're right. not working, they're not producing the things that they have promised whoever that they're going to. Oh, produce. yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean, I, I guess the only thing, at least spe- specifically for us, is that about 85% of our work is from Ford. Ford is one of the companies that's been down, Ford, GM, Chrysler. So most of our right. work is for them. So they've been down, we've been down. But we still – service other customers so it's like that stuff could be getting done you know but instead you know that you guys are behind in technology and you know so it's it's a shit show but you know i'm grateful because a lot of people who've been off and having to just do straight unemployment you know granted the they've been in michigan you know uh i guess everywhere they've been doing it extra like the six hundred dollars uh uh, <laughs> guys.
0: I'm getting and it was it. crazy
3: in the union. Well, so in Mich- and it may uh, vary other, other states or it could be the same or similar. So, but, but for the union guys in Michigan for like the plants, my uncle, he works at Chrysler. So he's been off. He was off. To, he started back work last week though. So but he was off, he was getting unemployment plus sub pay, which was from his union. And so mm. he was getting like 95% pay. Okay. and he was getting an extra 600 a month so he was actually making overtime for fucking being off
0: you yeah, know what that's I mean? our our union uh, our not our union our company uh, put a kibosh to that they they cut out the subpay because of the extra 600 so all the guys that got laid off that were uh, qualified for subpay they're not, they're not getting their sub pay because they're getting the $600 a month. So that's a, a big controversy between union and company right now. I, I, I don't qualify for sub pay. It's uh two years and up. So mm. I I'm at 18 months, so I wouldn't get it anyway. It doesn't matter to me, but I, it's still out of the contract. They're supposed to be getting their sub pay no matter what, but, um, that's been one of the talking points in the in the groups for uh, you know the layoffs and whatnot. Me myself, like Indiana Max is three ninety a week, yeah. And plus that six sixty, or I'm sorry, plus that six hundred, that brings it up to nine ninety a week. And yeah, great. I, I'm getting nine ninety a week. Uh, take home it's eight fifty one. Um, now that's still less than what I would have been making in my downgraded labor grade. Right. That I that I was working before I got laid off. Um, so yeah, it's great that I'm getting that, that money and, uh, people that are bitching about like, Oh, I'm, I'm working and us essential workers and this and that. I wish I could get $600 to sit on my ass at home. Like, yeah, that's great. Um, I would love it too. If I was still making the same money that, that I was like, I, I would much rather be working and making the money that I was making than being unemployed.
4: Getting, right. you right. Know,
3: oh yeah. I mean, I, it's I'm, a lot of, it's, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a lot of size to that and a lot of, you know, different perspectives. but I will say, and I, have um, I, I think any people, especially in the healthcare, anybody who has to work through all this, they should be getting fucking hazard pay for that. They should they definitely should. It, 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 it and yeah. should it, it shouldn't have been a, a late conversation. That should have started when people, when people started getting laid off and off being off and people had to actually be at work. You know, I got a buddy of mine who works at a, a nursing home and a nursing homes here in Michigan has been the biggest, uh, one of the biggest places of, of COVID, and, you know, infection with older yeah. people and stuff like that. Here,
1: here in Illinois, too. Yeah, so, I'm,
3: I'm you know, sure a lot of those probably people. probably everywhere. Yeah, probably everywhere. But I know for there, for nursing homes, has really been really hit bad here in Michigan. And those guys should have definitely had fucking hazard pay from the jump. Like, it shouldn't even have been an afterthought. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I think it, if
2: you work in an industry where it's a high risk, <clears throat> I agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, right, and right, right, right. I also agree that, you know, if the if, if the shutdown is a company's choice, right, or it, well, let me, let me rephrase that. If the company has to shut down because of the regulations that have been put on them by either the state or federal government, if the company's policy is to, okay, well, we're going to lay you off and we're going to pay you 75%, they should be made whole by their government, right? By the by the state or the federal level, right? They should bring that up to 100. It does kind of bug me that there's people out there getting laid off making, like what you said, 95% of their regular play, pay, Plus, receiving benefits from the government yeah. that put them way over what they were already making.
4: Right, right, That's right. taking think, advantage because there's yeah, plenty think, of people you know, out there I right think, now right, that aren't receiving
2: right. those benefits at all. Yeah. And they're struggling every which way they can just to make ends meet. So, you got right. some people that's making money off of this shit and other ones that ain't. And that goes with companies as well. I believe if you're a multi billion dollar company, you know, and you're traded on the fucking Fortune 500. You should not be receiving a goddamn dollar from the fucking. Fuck yeah. that's that
3: the thing about the Lakers. The Lakers are received funding.
2: Yeah. yeah what that's the fuck? Smug,
3: but that, that is insane. You know what I'm saying? It makes no. And sense. they
2: made they made four
1: billion dollars last year. Yeah, yeah. And, and you guys. And they're smug. the
2: first motherfuckers to tell you, as an employee of theirs, that's walking around sweeping up after the games to tell you that you need to have six months of savings set up. Yeah. Right. Like, really? How am I going to do that on this sweeper salary? Right. But not only that, how the hell are you going to tell me that? And then well, we're 30 days into this thing and you're filing for a billion dollars from the federal government.
3: Yeah. Right. It's, it's definitely a lot of, uh, it's, it's a lot of odd shit happening with that. But, you know, I, I just hope that, you know, uh, people that have been having to work in these environments where they're, you know, in, um, hazard areas, they should, you know, close to people and you know all that shit. They, I, I hope the God that they get retro hazard pay for that stuff, you know, and, uh,
2: Well, here's the thing. The the reason that the Lakers and the NBA and the the, the MLB and all these people decided to not play these games, right, has fuck all to do with them giving a shit about the guys on the court. It has to do with the fact that they ain't got them door sales and the beer sales, and the food sales. Oh, that's right. absolutely you that. it's yeah. absolutely that. It yeah. ain't got a fucking thing to do with anybody on the court or on the field. It has yeah, everything to do with the people in the seats.
3: It's because the people that come to see them can't come, and so they can't make exactly. any fucking money. Yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I totally agree, 100%. 100%. But, uh, yeah, it's just weird, man. It's, it's just, I mean, I believe for, a lot, for all of us, I would say, never really seen nothing like this happen, you know, to, no, where, where life is just shut down.
2: Right. And that's, that's the point I think I was driving at earlier. And, and I think we're all in agreement on that. That's just another one of those data points that we're going to find out as the years go by exactly what companies took advantage of the bailouts and the handouts during this versus mm-hmm. who actually needed the damn thing. Right. Yeah. And, and fortunate for us is we get to, we get to have a say with that with our dollar bills. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the mm-hmm. people in Los Angeles could legit not go to Lakers games the first six, eight, ten, twelve games that they open up to and go, hey, yeah, I was sitting over here for three months sucking high and tit because right. your motherfucking ass took a billion damn dollars. So, guess what? Play them games with quietness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, it won't happen. No. Unfortunately, it won't.
3: Yeah, because there's going to be the rush for people to want to get out and stuff. I have no no rush, no intention to be back out in the world, you know, like I was. Hell, I can't even see my, my extended family. Like, I went to my mom's house, and I had, you know, just talking to her through the door because I don't yeah. want to be the person that spreads something to her or something like that. So, right, I can't right. Even see my, I can't even see my fucking family, you know, and that's, that's, that's the really thing. Like, the job thing doesn't really, you know – Uh, Bother me as much you know my wife my wife actually worked she's been working full time from home you know we do decent enough where it's not a a big issue so I'm not even worried about that you know I'm just worried about not being able to see my actual family and
4: shit Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, that's
1: one of my things was that I just I couldn't imagine you know some some, one of my young athletes or one of the ladies that people that come to my group exercise class getting sick and having to get traced back to coming to my class I would be like oh shit yeah
3: yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 it's a young lady. I'm not, I am not uh, i don't know her, but it's a friends of friends of friends know her. She lost her grandmother, her aunt, and her mom in a matter of two weeks Ooh, from the virus.
4: To yeah. a shit.
3: You know, and it's just like, fuck, we had a five-year-old girl here in Detroit who passed from the complications of the virus, you know. Jesus. I, you know, I had an aunt, you know, they caught the virus. Luckily, you know, she fully recovered. You know, she's in her 60s. Uh, so she's in that, you know, I, I think every age is a fucking risk, but I guess, when you know, you get older, you know, the, definitely the risk is higher, but you know, she, right. she had the virus and, you know, she was able to, you know, fully recover. So, you know, definitely thankful for that. But, you know, it's it just, I just, I know too many people, man, it's them that, that has family and friends, man, that, you know, didn't make it through this shit. So.
1: Yeah. A bunch of my frat brothers didn't make it like even like from my chapter. And that was just crazy to me yeah. to, 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 to see guys like a uh, dude. I was I literally three weeks before I was sitting next to him, you know, talking shit and, and all of that good stuff. And bam, you know, he's gone. It's just weird as
2: shit. Yeah, you know? It's a strange time. man. it's, it's one of those things that I think is going to change the culture of this country from now the fuck on. Oh, yeah. No, oh, it's,
4: think it's
3: totally, it's totally going to change. I was, uh, you know, I've I've been having random conversations with friends, just just talking about how the differences of stuff we've been used to doing that we're not going to be able to do. You know, just just think of just a simple greeting, of mm-hmm. just a, a handshake or a half hug or stuff like that. You know, you're not going to be able. To, to, to really do. even when i first met brian we were kind of like fist bumping yeah this is yeah. like you know we it, it right. was just early we didn't know you know so, what like, i mean you
0: know we, we i walk into the lounge where where they were at because I, I was meeting him at a lounge uh at karma and you know sitting around a table and it's like all right what do i do here do i just sit down or do i you know shake hands <laughs> and, and, and it was it was exactly that it's like hey what's going yeah. on guys nice to meet you i'm gonna sit right here
3: and it was and, you know it is right I, I swear to god it was so weird because it's like you don't want to say like off-putting or disrespectful yeah. you know the, i mean you know chatting right. with brian for months and shit and then when he comes by you know to meet him for the first time it's like a far fist bump yeah yeah shit.
1: but it's like you gotta, you, do know, the elbow, you gotta do the elbow tap yeah well, well you know, that was okay? funny
2: it was the progression of what we're doing down here <clears throat> you know you you run into, you know, general contractors and, and, and other trades on the job and you introduce yourself to them because you got to kind of work hand-in-hand hand with all these other trades. And naturally, right. you just walk up and you shake a hand with a guy. Hi, yeah. I'm me. You're you. I do this. You do that. Let's let's work together, right? I mean, yeah. it, is, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Well, it went from immediately nobody wanted to shake hands, so it was the fist bump. Like everybody's yeah. in the fist bump. And then that right, turned right. into people got nervous. And literally within a couple of days, everybody's bumping elbows. Yeah, And now it's right. the point to where it, it's just common understanding amongst eight different trades and a couple of hundred different people. When you yeah. walk up and greet somebody, you reach up and you tap your feet together. <laughs> wow, wow. A, a boot clap. I haven't you know seen I mean? that yet, but I,
3: I know I'm going to see it soon. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. It's
2: you know? not even a thing. Like, you don't even think about it anymore. It's like, hey, man, what's, and even inside of our own company, when I walk up to another, you know, foreman or a superintendent, whatever, just to address them for the morning, I mean, you just tap boots, and you, it, it it becomes normal so fast. And that's been one of my fears about all this shit is is I fear the, like I said, the impact on culture going forward is going to just be so fucking weird that we're going to get used to having our day-to-days and our just how we live life and have lived life is just going to be completely – it's not so much a, a direction change, but it's like a lane shift. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Oh, like oh, we've totally. shifted in that lane, and now we're in that lane, and this is going to be life. And there's some things that maybe you dip over into the left lane a little bit every once in a while, but I think the majority of people in this country are just going to stay in that one lane that we're in now, and it's going to – I mean, even the little things like – it wasn't that uncommon to like go into a Home Depot or a Walmart or a Lowe's or some big, you know, store, you know, big supermarkets. And you would see maybe one or two, mostly like Asian looking people that would have a mask on. Right. Yep. yep. To yep. where now. And we thought every, they were
3: weird shit.
2: Yeah. Every swinging dick in there has a exactly. mask on. I was, know, at, so. I, was
3: at, I was at Home Depot today and I was, you know, and they got these markers on the floor as far as standing, you know, distance and stuff.
2: Right. And I was right. a little,
3: the line was kind of long so it wasn't any markers or anything and it was just older women that was standing like on my neck
4: mm-hmm. uh-huh. and
3: my wife kept looking back at her and she finally got the picture to stand back and i'm just it's just weird that you know you have to like you can't even be two feet away from somebody and feel comfortable well like six right. weeks
2: ago maybe you would turn and look at me like holy crap do y'all need to stand right there like it was an annoyance thing, right? Like yeah, you know, yeah. everybody wants their personal space, but now it's like a legit concern.
4: Yeah, 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 there's, yeah there's absolutely. A, there's
2: a there's a threat exactly. to your livelihood at this point. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about. Those those little micro shifts. I'm curious yeah. as to how that's going to play out for the next year, two years, five years, whatever it ends up being. Well, you know, and you like, know, what? in I'm Asian gonna...
3: cultures, when they you know they kind of just you know and from a distance, right? And, stuff, and you know that's just how they was doing things, and now you like that might be. You
1: know, they maybe they was on to something. <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah. No, what's gonna be weird is uh the dating. You know, I'm oh. glad I'm I'm glad I'm not single because oh, now man. you got you got you probably gotta provide your S T D papers and your coronavirus papers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean you, know, you got your first date and the person has a tip gun
3: pointing at your forehead. <laughs> hey. and sure that you're not, you know, over a hood or something.
2: Your first date you got masks on and, yeah. and
4: so I mean notice name. and
2: Brian knows me pretty well. I'm I'm very and tied, take my liberties away, kind of guy. Right. And it's funny, just rolling up on the job site in the morning. That's the first thing you encounter. You stop, and the guy walks over to the temp gun, asks you twenty five questions. Are you feeling lung tightness, shortness of right. breath? He's got a whole list of shit that he asks you. Takes your fucking temperature. You know, we got to have an ID tag to get in, and all this kind of shit. And it's like, yep. You know, it's those little things like that that makes me worry. It's and, and I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm a conspiratorial minded person. Mm -hmm. but I do believe that if you give up a freedom and we've talked about this extensively with Otis and, and and Mike, I do feel like if you give up, if you proactively give up a freedom, you're never going to get that back. Yeah. Even if they're saying that it's temporary or whatever, that you're never going to get that back though. The the history of our country has shown that if you give up a little bit, it's just gone regardless of whether you you think it's temporary. And and I worry about what's going to happen. I feel like there's there's people in power and, and just government in general wants more and more power. And if they look at this and go, shit, that we can basically easy. shut this country down at will. Right. Here we go. Now, now we know, we're learning as citizens that yes, our states, or fuck that, cities, counties, parishes, whatever you live in, state level, federal level, they have things in place to be able to enforce these things. So it's no longer theoretical to me. It's, it's an actual thing that those powers are in place inside of our government to basically control us however they want to. And that just, it makes me fucking second guess a lot of things. It well, it's worried. funny, Kurt,
3: you no, no, say I, that because I, I'm
2: sorry,
0: I, go ahead, Brian. No, I, I was just going to say, I know big house has to take off. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was I was going to let him get any last words he wants to get in and then we can continue on with it. Okay.
1: Sure. I think uh, to, you know, for my little jump off, uh just what Curtis was saying is that's why we have to be so fucking careful about the people we elect. Amen. You know, local because, local local Yeah, state local, and local, local especially. State and local yeah. especially because if you got those kind of people in there and you you, you, make a, you make one mistake and elect the wrong person into a certain spot and and then you, you you see those things not done for the public good, but for personal power and control. So you really have to be very careful, and people I think people now are way more engaged than they were than they were 10, 15 years ago in the political process. I, I think agree people pretty much thing. yeah I think people pretty much just showed up and voted you know, based on name recognition or the letter behind the name or whatever. Yeah, but, um, their parents I think voted for. Yeah. Well, my mom yeah. voted for, you know, but um, I think people right now are more looking at those those platform planks, but then also looking at the history of their, their voting history of their if they're longtime politicians, if they're new, if they're new politicians, it's not enough just to be new. You know, being new should not be a qualifier. It, it should be okay. This is a new person, but let's see, you know what they what they what well what their what their what their platform is, but how has their lifestyle um, supported what they what they're saying their platform is? Because some you know you come out there and give a speech and say a bunch of shit, but if if your if your life and your I mean you could tell in people's backgrounds even if it's non political, what their you know, what their true beliefs are. So I think that a lot of people are doing a lot more research. Now, there's still a lot of people who just is party over anything. And that's, that's very sad to see. But, you know, the the um, team
2: mentality that we live inside this country where and it it goes beyond politics It's like, if if you're a Browns fan, you're a Browns fan and fuck everybody else, right? Yeah, right. That carries into shit that matters. Yeah, you know, reds and blues and these sorts of things, and right, and get on these teams, and it's like, well, my team is my team. And yeah, and see, I've never been my like team's that. fucked up. It's less fucked up than your team. Yeah, and that's <laughs>
1: something that that's something that you know, like here in Chicago, it's like either you're a Cubs fan or you're a Sox fan, and I'm in that I'm in that small group. Bullshit, of, bullshit. It's it's one hundred percent the truth. I am a divide, I'm a Sox fan. But, I always say this: the Cubs can win as many games as they want to win as long as they're not playing the sox,
0: okay, all right I thought you were going to come up with that bullshit as long as it's Chicago line uh, no no, no,
1: no, now yeah. when the when the Cubs went to the World Series, I definitely wanted them to win, and I was right. definitely rooting for them no but
0: see, that that that's where I differ like i I just don't give a rat's ass about the Sox. <laughs> like when 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 the Sox won the world series yeah it, it was another day
1: oh you know, i was happy for the just, cubs i didn't i just, didn't i, I, like, I say congratulations but it wasn't like i was out in the oh, street yeah. partying
0: no that's I, I say congratulations but not just like i would with any other team as mm-hmm. a cubs fan like i've always done my entire fucking life until yeah. 3 years ago
2: you know <laughs> uh, i think the i think the driving point on that though is is like I think as, like, sports fans, we can draw these hard lines because ultimately we know it really doesn't matter, right? Right, like these, right. These giant sport teams, yes, it, it probably matters directly local to the people that work there. But, like, if all of the sports went away wholesale, it really wouldn't change the course of America that much.
4: Right. But right. when you
2: take that same team mentality and you start applying it to politics, all of a sudden you can really shift some shit. You can that really fuck,
1: yes, yes, 100%. one hundred percent. But, guys, it's, it's been a pleasure. I'm, uh, Man, I'm glad you, to buddy. have met y'all. Yeah, right, dude, yeah, I'm, check- I'm sorry that I'm
2: not listening to your podcast. I've been seeing your face in the Twitter group and all that kind of stuff. I've been wrapped yeah. up in some audio books. Like well, do you think, do your thing, do your thing. But if you them. get
1: a <laughs> if you get a chance, if you get a chance, check us out. Let us know what you think. We'd love to have you on and talk whiskey. Yeah. Uh maybe maybe there's a uh, one of my one of my uh, good good friends is a whiskey guy too. Maybe we'll get you both on and we can you know you guys can compare notes and we can learn some stuff from both of y'all.
2: Yeah, I got, I got two of the guys that are on our podcast with us, and and one of them is way balls deeper in whiskey than I am. He yeah. he's, he's the super nerd of the group. Uh-huh. So he would be able to I would, I would love to have him on with y'all and we can have a good time.
1: Okay, cool. Well it was great seeing y'all, dude, and I will be right, with no problem, y'all soon. Man. Hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for let coming. Let me know on, how guys. that workout is, Brian.
0: <laughs> like I said, in a couple, in a couple of months I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. I'll talk to y'all.
0: Right. Otis, what did you light up?
1: Uh I lit
3: up the uh Espinosa wasabi. Oh, all
0: right.
3: I've been liking this lately, gone, man. Gone.
0: Going with the candela.
3: Yeah, I've been I've actually been on a candela kick
2: lately, man. So you um,
0: you already smoked the uh fuck the FDA?
2: I smoked that through. Right. Sorry. i on his third seen. cigar of the podcast. Man. Yeah, yeah that's, I know, I'm, right?
0: I'm i trying because to figure out what I'm going to smoke now. Like
3: I, I hadn't even planned on smoking anything else um before you messaged me. I was finishing off the Holy Burrow. I was actually going to cut my hair cuz I look like a fucking mess. But then this was way better than fucking cutting my hair. So like, yeah. I hadn't even dr- I had a beer earlier when I was after I finished cutting grass. And then I was I was about to go cut my hair, but I was like, fuck, I could drink and smoke again? Why not? Shit.
2: It's funny you brought up about the smoking a cigar and drinking a little whiskey and talking to some fucking assholes on the internet. It's way more fun <laughs> than getting your hair cut.
4: <laughs> we uh
2: we're supposed to be having like this little get together at, at Beezy's house this Saturday and it's gonna be you know, like our little clique, right? Yeah. yeah, and none of these assholes have been able to go to a barber or a salon or anything for how <laughs> many weeks behind this shit. And a friend of ours from the bar—that she's like a she's like a side friend. I mean, I consider this chick named Deanna. She's she's like our waiter at the bar, and she's a good person. But she just recently got her like cosmetology license, and she got a spot in a salon, and. She was working there for like two months and then pfft, Corona said, nah, fuck your face, right? So she's trying to do things on the side, like go to individuals' houses and wear masks and all this kind of stuff to like make ends meet. And one of the girls in our group was like, hey, why don't we, Deanna's looking for some work. Why don't we have her come over on Saturday and like do everybody's hair, which, you know, you can obviously see how much I need my fucking hair done. It might be
3: minimum for you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> But... Like, you know, like my, my seven-year-old is going to be there. It's like a like a friends and family and kids, and we're going to smoke meats and have a few drinks and fuck around the pool, you know, that kind of thing. So like, why don't we invite her over and we'll do this thing? And everybody was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is supposed to be like a fucking – like a fun day of, you know, drinking and, and, and making meat and, like, just hanging out, right? Like one of the – like we're opening up summer. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah.
2: So it quickly got squashed. We're like, hey, we ain't – trying to do this fucking everybody go in and sit and get their hair cut we're trying to have a goddamn good time right now <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> yeah
3: it's uh it's been a weird time i stopped over uh brian you met tony you know and uh um you uh, know when we came down and i stopped over his house um and so i had uh, i was sitting in my car and i kind of put my car in his driveway and he kind of sat in his lawn chair and we just kind of head out and had a you know uh uh a uh, mini hearth uh, yeah Of, of sorts. But, uh, i was messing with him man he looks like he looks his beard is so crazy now he looks like he uh he's been off in some random fucking cottage for like three months so <laughs> i, I said, worry
2: about it i worry about a dude that can't take care of his own beard that's he he just don't
3: he just don't fuck with i'll just like okay man. <laughs> that's, but, uh,
0: that's, that's the best part about my situation like once a year. That's it. I, I'm used, I'm used, I'm used to
2: this. Like, you know, I was thinking when you, when you first came on, I was like, Jesus Christ, his hair grows fast. Like you just got it cut a couple of three weeks ago and you got way more hair than I ever would in that same time. Yep. Frame.
0: yep. It yeah, grows fast even, and it gets grayer every fucking time.
3: <laughs> My beard, I really don't give a fuck about it. I try to edge it and stuff, but this top shit, this shit gotta go. But I've just <laughs> been lazy. I mean, I've been home. Fuck. I told, I was, I think, I told my wife acts like shit. I ain't even I had put I put on some jeans for the first time in April. I hadn't wore jeans the whole I've been wearing fucking sweats for like the rest of March and like second week of April. And I finally put on some jeans to go to Home Depot or something I'm like fuck. I'm not even wearing clothes, real clothes.
2: I, I don't know if y'all fuck with uh, TikTok or not, but recently I've gotten half-ass consumed by that platform. And and probably because it's all nostalgia of uh, when Vine was a big thing. You know, those Mm -hmm. little 10, 15-second clips. But one of the big trending things right now is all the people. I mean, guys and girls and everybody are like, you know what? Fuck it. It's fucking Tuesday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm I'm fucking getting dressed up. So, like, put on their makeup and the dudes, like, get their clippers out and they try to cut their hair. It's a whole trend on there right now where everybody's, like, getting to the nines. It's like a before and after or something like
3: that.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, it is, but it's also like a – I don't have any reason to like get dolled up right now like I would if I was finna go somewhere on a Friday night or a Saturday night because they ain't been able to do that in you know six, eight, ten weeks. Yeah. So like fuck it, I'm just gonna do it randomly for you assholes on the internet. I, and it I just,
3: I, I, I see you know, I was at Kroger one of the one of these last few weeks, and there was this woman in there, she was dressed like she was about to go to the club. And I was <laughs> just like and I, and normally I'd be like, Why are you overdressed for it but I was like I get it. I totally yeah. understand. You know, sometimes yep. you just want to put on some fucking clothes.
0: My wife. Right. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll here. be right back. I'm going to go grab a cigar and okay. take a leak and all no. that good stuff.
3: Yeah. I, I saw her and I was looking, I was like, why is she? I was like, ah, I get it. You know, yeah. she, she'd been stuck at home fucking for a good month. She wanted to put My on some nice clothes and go to the grocery store. Shit.
2: So I decided not to go home this past weekend. I just I decided to stay down here. Plus I wanted like to spend some time with just my wife, you know, just we haven't had like a weekend to just us and yeah, like, I don't absolutely. know how long. So I was like, hey, we've got this apartment, you know, there ain't shit to do in Houston, but we can you can come down and we can have some drinks and we'll entertain our goddamn selves like, you know, we'll have a fucking husband wife connection over the weekend.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: And she did, she came down. Then we went to the grocery store on uh Friday evening or you know, it was Friday evening. And there was a lady in the damn H-E-B down here, which is, you know, it's a big grocery store in the South. But, uh-huh. uh, no, it's like a, I don't know what y'all got up there. I don't know if y'all got like Albertsons or what your deal is, but it's like the, it's a huge ass supermarket that has like a okay. olive bar and cheese bar. Oh, and okay. Yeah. And I got you. Yet, yeah. Right. That. So she hasn't been to one of those in forever since back when we lived in, in Waco years and years ago. So we step off in there, and we're just like she's just enjoying herself seeing this supermarket that she didn't really have access to where we live. And sure as shit, here comes here comes this lady walking around the corner, and I mean, like you said, this motherfucker was just as comfortable in the dance club as she was walking around that H E B high heels. I yep. mean, to the fucking nines, hair done, everything. And I I look at, her, I had the same reaction you did. Like, I look, at her, I'm like, what in the fuck are you doing at H E B? With all this, uh, fucking yeah! At, at four thirty-five o'clock on a motherfucking Friday, mm-hmm. and it, it's what I was talking about earlier, where we have these mental shifts. I was like, "Oh, she's literally buying a few things before she goes out tonight." And I'm like, "Oh shit, she ain't going out tonight. Right, this right. is her going out.
3: <laughs> this is her. This is going out. This is what yes, it is.
2: she's going to the fucking HEB, <laughs> hoping she she's throwing that fucking bait out there at HEB like she would be at the fucking club. You know, she's just hoping that some poor motherfucker walks up on her and." You know and, and and takes the bait, but it it, yeah, it yeah. was, it's a super weird thing to see all these different people out because sometimes you know it makes sense to like see people in the middle of the day, maybe they do have a job they go to, and they got on their like old dress clothes and whatever right
4: right right, and they're
2: taking their lunch break to go to the grocery store or or home depot or whatever but when you, when when the sun starts going down and they're still out like that, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay there's a reason
3: yeah i uh another weird thing is you know being being having to wear masks you know, in places and stuff, you know, I don't have a problem with that. You know, it's just what it is now. But, you know, like a normal interaction, if I'm walking past somebody, someone looks at me, you know, I kind of smirk and greet them and stuff. Sure. But I realized after a couple of people I had seen that I was, like, smiling at them, like, you know, greeting and walk past. But I realized they couldn't see my smile. Yes. It's like, I was just randomly staring at fucking people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was like, wait, she didn't even see that I smiled at her. She might think I'm just fucking randomly staring
4: at her.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, Fuck, I... <laughs> I've learned over the years because like my trade, we, we work outside. Right. And the uh, yeah. like the, they're called buffs. They're the like face shields, the cloth oh, yeah, face yeah, yeah. shields that you can pull yeah. over. Like everybody that I know, they exist from the eyes to the top of their eyebrows. Cause they wear one on top of their head for their hard hat. And then they wear one that covers the whole face just for sun protection.
3: Yeah, yeah, okay, guys. And we're
2: still – now we're, like, way ahead of the game because you were we're required on the job site to wear a face covering 24 yeah, you agree, hours right. you know, the whole time we're there. So over the years, I have learned to, like, be more animated with my eyes. and yeah. Like, when I smile, I smile with my eyes and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And it's funny
2: watching exactly what you're talking about. Like, you're seeing people normally, and I can tell, like, they smiled or whatever because they get the little bit of crinkles right up here. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, like, I get it. Because my attrition over the years, I've learned to read people's eyes more than their face. But you can tell them, they're looking at me, and they, they know they smiled. I know they smiled, but they don't think I know.
3: Yeah, I I totally don't look at people like that. So when I was, like, smiling at people, like, I got a hat on, I got my glasses on, and my face mask, and I'm like, they don't even see me smiling. They think I'm just randomly staring at them weird
4: and shit, you know? Yeah, the other thing that I've been –
2: you know, I don't know what it's like up there, but around here, it's when you walk into gas stations or grocery stores or whatever, there's usually some sort of a sign that says, remove your hoodie before you come in the store, right? Like Mm -hmm. for, you know, videotape. Go to the you bank. Know, yeah, exactly. You, you just can't just walk into a random place with your hoodie all up super tight. And I literally walked into a Home Depot the other day. I had a face shield on that covered me. Like I said, the only thing you could see was right above the glasses on my face and right – and right. I mean, just my eyes. That's all you could see. Everything above it and below it was completely fucking uncovered and walked in and nobody gave a fuck. Nope. I'm like, I could go in here and just stab a motherfucker. Nope. And there's no way you're going to know it's me.
3: Nope. That's that's how yeah. I feel. Like I'm like I don't want to be mistaken for doing some dirt. I'm just trying to get some fucking moch. So like <laughs> the, that's all I'm going through. I'm not even. Right. I, I have I, my face. I have a, a black mask. Actually, I have a Star Wars mask. So it's black right. but like random white writing, but it's bigger than a normal mask, so it fits over my whole damn near nose and comes all the way around here. Right. I have my hat on and my glasses. But I stopped wearing my glasses because I, they kept getting fogged up and shit. So that that,
0: that just made me think, uh it, I'm sure you guys have seen at least one of the memes where memes, memes, whatever, um, like nature's coming back memes mm-hmm. that are that are fake. And I seen one the other day it was like, Oh, all the pollution is gone, so now you could see the lettering from the Star Wars intro in the <laughs> sky. <laughs>
3: I would say though I've noticed a lot more, lot more animals outside now. Like I see, yeah, sh- dude, and, and I see, I see squirrels and shit all the fucking time, just randomly. Like I, I I've been knocking down uh, nests on my uh light on my garage like daily. Like it's animals fucking <laughs> everywhere. Like it's just nuts. It's just so times are so weird and different now. Man.
2: It's super weird. That's what yeah. I, I meant to bring up with Hoss earlier was like, if Houston is. Especially inside of the Beltway Eight, which he's gonna know where this when he listens back to it, but inside the Beltway Eight around Houston, it's it, it is a constant shit show of traffic, and I'm sure you can relate to this up in up in Detroit. Yeah, it is a never-ending shit show of traffic, except from about two thirty in the morning till about four thirty in the morning. You got like a yeah. two-hour window where it's not a shit show but I come through Houston the other day at nine 30 in the morning and never slowed down once I was 70 mile an hour all the way through it. I mean, it's because there's just fucking nobody doing anything.
0: Now, see, I, I woke up early for work back in the days when I actually worked. Uh, and I woke up early. Like I was supposed to start at seven. I woke up at like four fifteen, and I couldn't get back to sleep. So about four forty five, I left the house. It's like, fuck it. I'm going to go for a drive.
4: Sure. And
0: this is, you know, like a week after uh, Chicago's mayor Lori Lightfoot put the uh, all the like she closed everything. Uh, I don't know if the memes reached outside of the region here. Yeah, I saw
3: a lot of her memes. Yeah, yeah like, like you
0: know, uh, yeah, they, they are they're they're good. But uh, it's like you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive downtown and just waste some time and see what it's like uh, before I go to work. So I got in a car, I drove downtown, drove all the way to the north side and turned around. <clears throat> now, granted, it's all highway driving. I didn't I didn't go into the city at all to see what traffic like was like inside the city because I mean it's you know, I, I just drove till I knew I had to turn around to get to work on time. And I drove to the north side, drove back, and for that time of day, there was, like, no difference at all from average traffic. It was like, wow, this is odd. Like, it's odd because it was supposed to change, but it didn't. Yeah, You know, like, there was still the same amount of traffic that I would have gotten any other day at that time of day.
3: Like where were they going? It's like you say five in the that's, morning,
0: like fuck, that, right. that that's what I was thinking. It's like, oh man, this should be this should be clear highways the entire way. Which, granted, for the most part, it was like like I said, it, it wasn't clear, but it wasn't congested, congested. Yeah. Like when I when I got downtown, uh, the the interchange there, it's always fucking backed up. But at Five o'clock in the morning, it's not. And there was still a considerable amount of passenger vehicles, not trucks, but passenger vehicles, like regular cars. And it's like, like, I still had people, like, because when I got on the highway, I hit 65, hit cruise control, all right, stayed in the right lane, and just drove. And I still had people, like, running up on my ass, Swerving around, giving me dirty looks. It's like I'm doing 65 and a 55 when everyone's supposed to be at home.
4: Yeah, like, I, think, why, I think a lot of
3: people are probably like you, though. They're just like getting out and just, just to fucking drive. Um, I so I think I when I I think I got gas right below well, that's we unfortunate. Stopped. So I <laughs> I know, right? That 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 phrasing came off real yeah. weird. I got gas from my car like that third week in uh, March when we uh, got off. I didn't get gas again until, like, the second week in April from my oh. car. It was just so crazy. Like, I haven't even went to the gas station. Yeah,
0: that's... I, I looked at the mileage on my car because, like, I, I I just passed my first year with the car. Okay. And it's like, damn, I, I hit, like, 13,500 miles on my year anniversary. You know, somewhere around there. And... It's been a month now, and I'm still within 13,000 miles. <laughs> it's like, God damn, this so has gas has fucking... been.
3: Rather, I would assume gas has been relatively cheap for you guys.
0: I, I got it for a buck 19 about a week and a half
2: ago. I can't tell you, man. I haven't, my company is giving me a, a gas card, and I've had it for the last. Two years or so, so I'm. I, it, it's probably bad on me, but I just don't pay attention to the fucking gas prices because it does not affect my bottom line at all. Yeah, my, I mean, my, even my I think even still,
3: I, I'm. I'm with you, Curtis. I mean, I pay for my own gas, but I don't. I, I know I got to get it, so I never really pay that much attention to like what the fuck it is. But if it's seventeen
2: dollars a gallon, you're still going to get two or three.
3: Right, 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 but. <laughs> I filled up my car for twenty bucks the other day, and I was just like, "This is nuts." I've never spent under fucking thirty-five, forty bucks for 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 a fill up.
2: See, y'all's prices are different than ours because we got so many refineries and shit down here. Matter of fact, where I'm at right now, the gas is significantly cheaper. It has been historically cheaper than where I live because Mm -hmm. the closer you are to refineries. Because you got number number one, you got to understand that gas has like a base price, right? And then you've got your state and federal taxes on top of it. Yeah. But you've also got transportation costs. So if right. you are 1,800 miles from a fucking refinery, your gas is going to be higher than the people that live right. six that miles away sense. from the That's, you know what
0: I mean? I, I'm I'm near refineries and never, never seen a break in price.
2: Really? Yeah. That's weird. In Texas, it fluctuates so much because – it depends on where you live, how far you are from the refinery, what the state tax is right now. A lot of our tax, because we don't have a state income tax, All of our the state of Texas gets all of its money from uh, sales tax. So I don't pay uh, a state income tax at all. So what's, uh, what's,
0: what's the sales tax rate?
2: Right now it's 8.25, but I guarantee you before the end of the year, it'll be at 9.25. That I, is I, fucking I gonna go ridiculous. Up two, a full point. That is ridiculous.
3: I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to, tr- I, I don't know the math on it, but I'm like, fuck. I pay, we pay, I pay city, state, city and state taxes. In yeah. right. I'm like, well, fuck, if I could pay a couple of extra percent for fucking sales tax and don't have to pay a state tax, that might just even out for us. Shit. No, right? it does.
0: Absolutely. Because Indiana, I, <laughs> I want to say Indiana right now, sales tax is like seven and a quarter.
3: I think it's 6.2 yeah. here.
0: And uh, that's, that's not very that. far away from, you know,
2: eight and a quarter. By having right. to face, we well, that shit sucks. I'm sure y'all have lottery, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, scratch off lotto, right? Well, we do too, but <clears throat> all of the proceeds from that goes straight to what would be our state income tax as well. Ah, so that, That's okay. some of the offset there, but like a lot of our roads are private. You know what I mean? You get in the larger cities, the toll roads that, oh, okay. that we run on—they're—they're state-owned, they're—they're private-owned. So there's some of that there, but I mean, we've got just so much. And it, it, I hate to fucking be this way, but business in Texas right now is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, uh, people tigers are moving here, and, yeah. Between tigers and oh I mean, we got this so much on lockdown. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, so we don't have any private roads in Michigan. All of our state state roads and shit. Well, uh,
2: see, like we have, this is Friday, like, so fucked up, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like our interstates are, of course, you know, they're they're inter they're they're federally subsidized, right? But everything outside of that is state roads, and then you have some private roads where a okay, city gotcha. or, or a county or a multitude of counties will come together and build a toll road. You know, if it crosses county lines and stuff like that, you know, these different counties own that road you know, so forth and so on. But the pricing on them is fucking, it, it, it's so fucking cheap. Like when I had my big truck, I drove across y'all's neck of the woods quite a bit. You know, Interstate 80, Interstate 90, all of that, you know, 94, 294, all up and around Detroit and all that shit. All those tow roads up there were retarded fucking numbers. Where like down here for even for a big truck to, to run the tow road for, you know, fucking 50, 60 miles, it's going to cost a big truck twenty five dollars to run that. Well, you'll pay twenty five dollars per toll booth on the Indiana Tollway. You know what that's I mean? You're going to run through five of those across that bitch. So the the pricing is different.
4: Yeah, but yeah,
2: we we've got a we just got a state tax and that was something that me and my boss was talking about the other day. It's like with with the impact that's happened to the economy of Texas, we're we're both in lockstep and thinking that we'll see a full point up in our, our state sales tax before the end of the year.
0: All right. Just to let you know, I skipped ahead a little bit here. Try to keep it under two hours. Uh, just barely missed that, but
2: here you go. In at once. And that's my biggest thing is like, I don't like to be around extremely large crowds that I can't control. Right. Yeah. So it's just a, it's just an anxiety that comes on. me. We went to Posty Fest here this last year in Dallas, and it was a good time. Don't get me wrong, but there was thousands of people at this thing, and my level of anxiety was like just right at the point. Uh, if I wasn't able to drink, if they let me walk around Walmart and drink the whole time I'm in there, be shit.
4: Then. <laughs> <be good> then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I stayed about half buzz at fucking Posty Fest, so that kind of like lowered it a little bit. But so that's, yeah, something, they, that,
0: that's something I don't get. I, I just – I don't get Post Malone.
2: Why not? What's wrong with you? Get the fuck uh, away from me, Brian. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I guess I, – I don't know if so it's – is that it, his,
3: his – that's his festival?
2: He does a few of them in a year. Like, most of his tour is just, like, okay. you know, his regular concert. We has like, one or two openers, and then he does his thing, like any other fucking concert, right? Uh-huh. But Posty Fest was – uh I think it was from, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon until midnight, at Texas or at uh, Cowboy Stadium in, in Dallas, and he oh, had wow. like Ray Shermerd and all these other people that I don't know who the fuck they are. He had two stages outdoors that were going on early in the day, and then the main show was inside. Uh, he, he does a few of those okay. a year.
0: That's I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's my age or or what, but I I just I don't get post Malone. I don't I don't
2: get it at all. Hmm. I enjoy the dude, man. I, I enjoy. His albums when I listen to him, like he put out a new one this year and I was like, All right, so I'm like I'm in love with his other album, right? Like I enjoy all the songs on it. And a lot of times that'll happen. Somebody will put out an album and you're like, Holy shit, that's
4: front I like to back. all
2: the songs on it. Yeah, I just put it start at the front and just let it run. And I enjoy the whole thing all the way to the end. And when he put out his new one, I was like, Fuck, man, I hope it I hope it can do the same thing. And he put out a couple of songs, you know, early on, some some singles and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I dig on those. But it's the same thing. This this album that he just put out was the same thing. Started at the front, just let it run all the way to the end. And I, I feel like song, I Curtis, I all. feel
3: like you don't look like the typical
2: postalone fan. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, Trust me. When we were at Posty Fest, he we were the MVP. fucking exceptions.
0: He doesn't have a piece of, he doesn't have a piece of dog shit tattooed
2: on his forehead,
3: or just any or any face to, Face tattoos or yeah. yeah. <laughs> that
2: I will tell you this though. I say that as a joke, but when we were there at Posty Fest, I mean, it was a full on cultural motley crew of people. I mean, we yeah, had like I would imagine sixty sixty two year old people, like older men, women were there having a fucking good time to 12, 13-year-olds running around, my age group, you know, upper 30s finna turn 40 to, to the 20-year-old. I mean, everybody was there, every color. I mean, it was kind of a beautiful thing. And it, we only saw one instance where two guys kind of got into it and security handled that shit real quick. But the majority of the whole fucking thing was just this vibe of, this is going to be a good day. It was a nice sunny day in Texas and – the weather wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. It was like a perfect fucking timing for him to do a an outdoor slash indoor event, and everybody seemed to be fucking having a goddamn good day, man. And anyway, hey, as
3: long as everybody having fun and a good time and shit, not yeah. really matters.
2: Shit. The only thing that sucked was the fucking beer lines. I mean, the the lines to get liquor and the cost of liquor. I, I was gonna say. Was I imagine the prices dumb. weren't. I imagine God, the prices stupid. weren't good. I got. I got – they would only serve you two things. They would only serve you two drinks. Now, you could get a double of liquor and a beer, right, which I did. I got a double – I don't know what the fuck. They had had some old off-brand bullshit-ass fucking whiskey there. But I got a double and a beer, and then Terry got a drink and a beer. Now, the beers were 16-ounce, you know, twist tops, you know, Miller Lights. Yeah. But she got a double and a beer. I got double and a beer, and I walked away with a fucking $83 tab. Yeah.
0: Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. So –
0: Four drinks, four yeah. drinks for eighty-three like strip
2: Club prices and shit. I'm telling you, it was stupid money.
0: No, like I, I, I get it. I get it. Like that. That's that's typical festival pricing. Yeah, I, I, I get it. But it's still just like, God damn, man. I just not, not worth
2: it. The thing that pissed us off the most about it was it was like me and and my wife, and then Aaron Bailey and his old lady, and our friend Jenny, Drunk Jenny, and her giant of a husband, Steven. We were all standing in this line just like slowly, like half a concert went by while we were trying to get up to the fucking point of ordering. We get up there and order. We all get through the little thing. We turn around, and I shit you not, we turn around and – 40 fucking feet away is some dude pushing this cart around with all these beers in it You just walk up to him and buy them. Like no line, nothing. He's like, Hey, give me two of them. Bam. he give me two beers. And I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not drinking any more liquor tonight because to get liquor, you had to drink, you had to go to the bar. Yeah. Like they were selling, you know, just beer out of these carts everywhere. So we, we, we learned that kind of early on, but it was, a uh, it was a hell of a time, man. I, I highly suggest if if you give a fuck about Post Malone or hip hop or anything at all. I
0: don't. Well, <laughs> not, not not
2: Post Malone anyway. But Ray Sever put on a hell of a fucking show. Those dudes. I mean, they had a goddamn good time. And then all yeah, the. It sounded like the, it was a
3: fun time, though.
2: Yeah, it it was a fucking excellent time. I, I highly suggest it to anybody that wants to go just have a fucking good time and listen to some music. Brian. Yes, sir. <clears throat> I gotta go, man.
0: I don't blame you. I, okay. I literally just got a text from my wife saying, come to bed. <laughs> uh, I, I was about to send her a picture of the screenshot, but you, you interrupted me. Ah, so.
2: oh, shit. <clears> so <throat> let me ask you a quick question before we go. I've been seeing it on, like, some of your Instagram posts and just random pictures and shit that you put up. What's the deal with, the, like, the needle or whatever that you're sticking in your cigar? Is that a thing, or did you just, like, make that up, or what?
0: Oh, yeah. no. It, like, it's... that's uh, a, Is that a draw to no, this, this is a, a Habana saver. Uh, they don't make them anymore. Um, but no, it's, it's cigar poker. Poker, draw tool, you know, whatever.
2: Let you get all the way down to the end and not have to try to hold on to the... Yeah, pretty much yeah, let you nub it and shit.
0: Yeah, it's uh, kind of kind of like a roach clip.
2: Yeah. All right. Just, yeah. Yeah. Now you're talking my language. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. You, you, you poke, you poke <laughs> instead of grab. All
2: yeah. right. It didn't affect the draw or anything?
0: Uh, if like my the last cigar, uh, the the Neanderthal, like it was actually a pretty tight draw, so I just poked it through, and it opened up the draw a little bit. But I I generally don't like doing that, uh, because most of the time, like especially with a lancero, I'll end up poking out the side. Gotcha. You know, which is never a good thing. Um, but no, yeah, it's just a, it's just a, a nubber, uh, a nub, a nub tool, cigar poker, you know, whatever you want to call it. All right. So they don't, uh, are they hard to find or what? Those particular ones are, uh, like this one, like I, I don't even like having this one, but it's the only one that I've got. I don't like having it because it's a uh, United States Marine Corps. All right. And I was not a Marine, I therefore I I feel guilty having it. Um, you
3: just got to put a sticker on it, then you are good. Man.
0: No, that's – There you go. But, but then I'd be def- defacing the, the <laughs> Marine emblem.
2: Right. It's catch with two. You can't throw yeah. it away, but you can't keep it.
0: Well, no, like I – and and the, the, the funny thing is, like, I, I had two of them. Uh, hey, you know what I'll
2: do? Hey, let, let's make a thing right now. What I'll do is I'll figure out a way to make you one, and I'll put, like – I'll try to figure out a way to put your logo or something on the bottom end of it. Send then he's that one to Kelly.
3: You don't got to
2: feel guilty. Yeah, but, but send, that this, send that one to Kelly because Kelly was a Marine.
0: Ah, uh, very good, very good. Um, but like I, I actually had somebody because I mentioned I was like, hey, I've got, I've got these Havana Savers that are Marines, and I'm not a Marine. I don't feel right having them. And I had somebody ask specifically for. Marine Habana Savers in one of the groups that I'm in and, you know, because one of his friends was looking for them. was like, hey, I've got them. They're, you know, slightly used. Like, nothing wrong with them. Slightly used. I don't, like, I would much rather give them to a Marine than have them myself. Right on. And, like, he turned into a giant douchebag and... It never went through,
2: so as people do. I got you. yeah. So yeah, I'll figure out way to make you one. And I'll send it to you, and then when you get it, you can turn around and get that one to Kelly, and karma is saved. Sounds good.
3: Gentlemen, right. it's been a great time. Much appreciated as always. Let me likewise.
2: jump
0: off. Both, good to talk both. To you, Otis. Oh, yeah. Both. Likewise, Kurt. Both of you guys. Thanks for coming on. Uh, if there's anything that you guys want to plug, uh, hashtag bearded idiots. Hashtag what up, Doe. Um I think you did yeah. it. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: it's it's the internet. Figure it out. It's Google.
4: Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs>
2: Just Google the bearded idiots, you'll find us.
0: Yeah, Google what up, Doe, W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E. U-p-d-o-e. So what up Doe, bearded idiots. Uh big house is from the VFU, the voice from the underground. And I think that's it.
3: All right, you brothers, be safe out there.
0: All right, guys. Take it easy. Yeah, Good talking care. to you. And there you have it. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that conversation. Um, it was it was long. It was random. It was a herf. So stogiebird.com, use the code HERFCAST, and go to theherfcast.com to buy a shirt and support me on Patreon, all that good stuff. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, just Google the HERFCAST or find the links on the website. Thanks.